Blog Talk Radio. Off, and I am the host of Don't Let It Go Unheard. We have a different format this week in terms of time clock. And let me ex- explain to you. As many of you know, this show is syndicated. Yay! <laughs> Actually, we're syndicated a couple places, but the primary outlet where I think we get most of the audience is not actually Blog Talk Radio. I like Blog Talk Radio for the platform that it provides the chat room, the ability to take callers, the ability to produce a quality show and distribute it through iTunes. Uh, I don't think that there's any place else where you can get the combination of, of this with the ease of use of the studio, uh, being able to call in by Skype, all the different features that Blog Talk offers. But the primary outlet for this show right now is Liberty Express Radio. So you can go to libertyexpressradio.com. It's played a couple times each weekend. And Alan Butler, who runs Liberty Express Radio, has been for a time, you know, he's had in mind the model of monetizing his network. He wants to earn some money. So, you know, he he was very successful in business and then he was able to afford to follow a passion and do a radio show, which a lot of us love doing. I mean, here I am doing it for not very much money each week. And and the money that I get from this is thanks to contributors to this show. So thank you very much to those of you who have donated. But um, his idea is that he wants to monetize. And he's already had ads that he reads during his show. But what he now is doing is he's contracting to have ad insertions. So he's having his online radio network, Liberty Express Radio, start to sound pretty much like a normal commercial terrestrial radio station. So what he said is, first six minutes of every hour, I need to leave able for him to insert news. When you listen to radio, first six minutes of every hour is often just a news program. Then the other thing that I'm going to be doing is from 30 minutes into the hour to 34 minutes in the hour, I need to leave a space for him to actually insert ads. That's when the ads are going to be inserted. So if you're listening on Blog Talk Radio, you're going to hear us talking. In fact, today we're probably going to end up doing an infomercial for Audible. As you know, that here on Blog Talk Radio, I'm actually sponsored by Audible. You can get the free trial. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash Amy Peikoff, A-M-Y-P-E-I-K-O-F-F. So you know that we have that. We will talk about some of that during that time. But you'll also just get a little bit of behind the scenes and banter and maybe a little bit of music I'll play or something in those segments. The other thing that's going to happen is we're going to end or actually each, each hour I have to leave 10 seconds free at the end of each hour. And that's typical for station ID insertions and things like that. So... I'm excited that Liberty Express Radio is doing this, but then again, I've always run this podcast straight through, nonstop talking as much as I want and starting right away. You know, I'm used to playing music or something at the beginning on Tammy Bruce's show. Tammy has, 
you know, the typical format where she plays some music for the first six minutes or so. And I've been doing more or less that whenever I fill in for her. But this idea of having a set clock is a little bit different. So we're glad to have in studio with us today, we actually have three people in this little tiny room where we do this show. We have Robert NYC, who you typically see in the chat room, here in person today. So Hi, Amy hello. and Bosch. <laughs> Very happy to be here to see the studio in person. And it's a wonderful setup. It, it's, it's, a, it's a setup that's working. But actually, Robert says that afterwards he's going to use his background in music and everything else to maybe help us with our equipment upgrade. Yeah. Uh, we've been putting <laughs> off and insert. Yeah, I've got a, I've got a mixing board. It'll, a little, be, it'll be better than putting the iPhone up to the speaker, you know? Hopefully, yeah, we have one link actually that we want to bring up today, Bosch. Um, uh, We'll we'll tell you about that. But yeah, so Robert's going to help us. We are coming up on six minutes, right, into the hour. And what we're going to have to do, (laughs) call prank Bosch. People want a segment called call prank Bosch like last week. But yeah, what we're going to do here in about 40 seconds or so is officially start the show. So all, all you, what, what you guys are hearing now is not going to be heard on Liberty Express. It's exclusive behind the scenes for Blog Talk Radio listeners. Also for AMFM 24-7, though. AMFM 24-7 is a new mm-hmm. outlet of syndication for us as well, so we're glad to have them on board. I don't think that they've gone to the format of inserting the news and stuff in, so you guys are hearing us there as well. But definitely welcome to our little syndication network. I'm very happy to have you. So here we go. We're gonna we're gonna count it down. We got ten, nine, eight, seven, six. I gotta find my intro music. Five, four. Okay, ready? We're gonna play the intro music now. This is Amy Peekoff. Welcome to Don't Let It Go Unheard, where we discuss news, politics, and culture from the perspective of Ayn Rand's philosophy, the philosophy that upholds the right to the pursuit of your own happiness. I think it's rare to advocate that these days. Welcome. I've got Bosch Faustin here in the studio with me, and also special guest in the studio with us today, Robert Begley. Many of you know him as Robert NYC in the chat room over here at Blog Talk Radio, so Welcome to the program, Robert. Thank you, Amy and Bosch. Happy to be here today. Now, I, I got I to Bosch you guys around or something. Bosch? Wait, did you say Bosch you guys around? Because all the, whoa. Someone said Amy has sold out with all the commercials. <laughs> I, I've sold out, says Daniel here in the chat room, because we are now That's right. sponsored by various commercial sponsors. No commercial free. We're under the pay. We, yeah, we, we are no longer completely commercial free. We, I think we're still on a minimal commercial insertion yeah. program, so that that's pretty good. But anyway, no, I'm, I'm very happy. I'm so happy that we are syndicated. I'm happy that our primary outlet for syndication, which is Liberty Express Radio, is now monetizing via ad insertions. This is the future of radio, really. There's so many of us who had decided, well, 
we're not going to get hired at a typical terrestrial radio station. Right. So we're going to forge out on our own, either here on Blog Talk Radio or maybe through online networks. Liberty Express is one of the first all-internet radio networks that's out there, and they can also be heard through TuneIn Radio right. app. And now 24-7, amfm247.com is broadcasting this show on Mondays. And they actually have a simulcast on terrestrial radio. So this show is actually now on terrestrial radio. I'm very happy. So welcome to the Florida audience via AMFM 24-7. Thank you. Uh, Now they're talking about proflowers.com. Am I going to have that? I'm going to have to get that soon, right, ProFlowers? I, I, I understand that I need to get that before Mother's Day because that's right. the big season for ProFlowers. But as you know, right now, my main commercial sponsor is Audible. AudibleTrial.com forward slash Amy Peacock. But let's get started into our show for today because we have quite a bit to talk about since I was gone. I thank Bosch Faustin for filling in last week. It lets me know that somebody can hold down the fort while I'm gone, and I thank everybody who tuned in and kept him busy yeah. for the two hours. Although the the he prank always, call guys, yeah, those prank call guys, I don't know. I mean, feel free to call in if you want to talk about some of the topics that we are going to discuss today. The number is seven six zero eight 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 five eight one seven. Again, that's seven six zero eight 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 five eight one seven. If you want to look at the topics that we will discuss, go to my blog at don'tletitgo.com. I've got a whole bunch of program notes there. You see at the top of the program notes the links to Liberty Express Radio and also AMFM 24-7, which are the two outlets of our syndicated show. I love it. Uh, also the link there for the Audible free trial. And where was I last week? I was just slacking, laying on the beach. No, actually, I was really impressed with myself. I have to pat myself on the back a little bit because I don't know if I've ever sat through so many consecutive lectures over so many consecutive days in my life. I went to 32 hours. I attended 32 hours of lectures over four days, which is quite a workout mentally. It was eight hours per day for the four days. You had two hours, then you'd have a half hour break, two hours, then a one hour lunch break. Try to get one hour lunch, get lunch in one hour at a hotel. And then, of course, another half hour break in the afternoon. And this guy, imagine he's in his 70s and he's lecturing eight hours a day. So I'm super impressed with him. He's standing. I went to Robert McKee's story seminar, and I did put a link to his book called Story, which I recommend on Amazon. Yes, go to Amazon, and yes, I have a little Amazon affiliate link, too, so I'm really sold out. I'm so commercialized here. If you go to my Amazon links, anything that I link to Amazon, I always put my little Amazon associates in there. So yes, whatever you buy on Amazon through my little links, you can help the show without any extra cost to you. That's what many of us hosts do as well. We get our little Amazon associate thing going and then you help support us here. But yeah, Robert McKee's storybook is highly recommended by me. Uh, We, Bosch and I, are going to have a project for which this seminar is relevant, a project that we will be able to talk about probably within a few weeks and tell you exactly what it is. Um, I'm not going to be writing an original screenplay. I'll tell you that. It's going to be an adaptation project, and, and we'll just leave it at that for now. But, uh, the, you know, McKee is good. McKee is some kind of liberal, but he's not your typical liberal mm-hmm. because he rejects 
environmentalism. He talks about hospitals basically are going to kill you. So when you go to a hospital for surgery, you better have a personal advocate Mm -hmm. there for you because otherwise they're going to kill you. I mean, he literally says they're going to kill you. He is very eager to express all of his opinions during the summer. He doesn't take too much time. But here and there, he'll take a couple minutes to express an opinion, a very strong opinion, politics, religion, anything else. He will not let people forget the Holocaust, which I think is wonderful. That's not a typical liberal to Mm -hmm. emphasize the Uh Holocaust. He talks about tyranny being what he, you know, in his terminology, the negation of the negation. Which is fantastic. uh, That it's the basically worst possible thing you can imagine is tyranny. He also talked about Islam, which I thought was very good, given in particular that there was a woman wearing a headscarf in the audience. McKee did not hesitate to read notes about what the Ayatollah Khomeini had said about bestiality. How bestiality is okay. One of the lessons is that you, you can't eat the goat that you have sex with, so they have some <laughs> high right. standards. Oh. I mean, I mean, I mean, you know, they, they got standards. And also, the goats are heartbroken. They're on the hills. They're you know, moaning, you know. Cause it's, <laughs> and, and I, them I swear, I swear, if you ask me, that when he was talking about this, he was standing on the stage, basically <laughs> in front of the right. woman, like right. directly in front of the woman who no, was he's, wearing he's the not headscarf. Cal- I took his course three times in New York, and it was only three days back then. So this is. This is probably, I mean, expanded. Did he did he spend six hours on yeah, he did. Casablanca? Oh, he definitely did. So he spent six hours yeah. out of the three yeah. days. It might have been a little shorter. The day. Right. I mean, sorry, a little longer the days, but I don't remember. I just know that for for the four days, he said, like eight hours, eight and nine hours. Eight hours per it, day. He must have expanded something. Yeah. He's a great teacher. If you're interested in telling stories, anything, novels, screenwriting, everything, I really recommend the course. He, he's He's great. Great, great no. analysis. Great analysis. Go ahead, Robert. Can I ask Amy, did the woman have any kind of reaction to this? You I, you know, I wasn't looking at her reaction, really. I, I was more paying attention to him. I did glance at her just to see, but I didn't see any particular reaction but, when but I glanced at her. But could you tell? Because her. her face was completely covered with a burka. You couldn't no, tell. No, no, it was just the headscarf. Just the headscarf. So just the headscarf. She pulled out her sword and put it back. Uh, that's what it was. I mean, I, I could imagine she might have been offended, but I, I think anybody what, you know, who's what? there is going to get offended at some point because he does mm-hmm. have a unique constellation of views that aren't 100% mainstream liberal. What do Muslims don't get offended by? You know, I recommend to listen to Pat, Pat Condell. He's a British comedian. He, he has a, oh, it's mm-hmm. fantastic. His latest one was about offended Muslims. And I played it on the air last week. I think it's great. If you haven't heard it, check it out. So did you end up hearing the show last week then, Robert? Yes, I did. You I did, okay. I'm sorry. So, oh, so I was going to ask you, what did you think of that point that I brought up from McKee's seminar when I called in last week? which I thought was perceptive. I mean, he's so perceptive. He oh, really yeah. is. Yeah. I think he's, he's wrong on something. Yeah. But on so, yeah. so he was saying that today more than ever, people have their identities caught up in the cultural products that by other people. So they think of themselves as Personal the person idea. who likes the Avengers movie or the person who likes Katy Perry or whatever. So that if you insult Katy Perry, if you criticize the Avengers movie, this person is going to take it so personally. And he, and he says this is a newer phenomenon. This didn't happen in past decades, mm-hmm. to his recollection. And I took it as, well, people identify more with these cultural products today because in movies, in books, 
in particular, sometimes in songs, not necessarily, but they see values being achieved in a way that it is harder and harder to do in real life. In an era where we're in a recession, borderline depression, maybe careening into a dark age, that it's harder and harder to achieve those values. And so, yeah, it's the vicarious value achievement. He had already talked about the idea that when you look at, you know, when you're watching a television show, a movie, in particular something that has a story, that you find yourself identifying with the protagonist if it's done well. And therefore, that you see whatever the protagonist wants as a metaphor for the thing that you want in life. So that if you experience the protagonist achieving his or her goals, that you are, in effect, experiencing in some way you achieving your goals. So, I mean, do you think it's it's right or no? Yeah, I do. In fact, what comes to mind is Archibald Ogden, when The Fountainhead was being published, he read the book. And he basically said, if this is not the book for you, you are not the person for me. I'm, okay? I'm not the editor. Yeah, yeah, I'm not the editor yeah, of yeah. you. So, so he took yeah. it so personally, yes. this inspiring book, when others were rejecting it, that... Uh, let me add also... And, and in current times, that's how we think. If we get someone in the fountainhead and absolutely. they react, and It depends on the artwork also. The right, artwork right, is superlative. Right. If of it course. is something extraordinary... That's when that happens. Well, and and today, less and less, you know, less and less books are great. Stuart over here in the chat room is saying that, look, it bothers him when people denounce the Fountainhead. Yeah. And, and, of course, that's true. Sure. I think as time goes on. But that's the magnificent you, work. I mean, that's it's something, not like, you know what I mean? You, it's not the Transformers, let's say. Which you know, some people you know might what it is? Them. I think, Stuart, we have to kind of modify, right? Because there's certain people that if they denounce Ayn Rand's work, it just brushes right Absolutely off you. Right. No problem. No doubt. But people who you care about, you know, about whose opinions you actually give a damn. Absolutely. Then if they denounce it, you know, I, I was thinking for some reason of what came to mind was when I met Simon LeBon right. and mm-hmm. I got to ask him the one question I wanted to ask him when I met him, which was, you know, and why, why I did this. But do you remember Barbara Brandon put in her dumb, stupid, lying, non-biography book, yeah. Uh, the list of people who had been influenced by right, Ayn Rand. Right. He put Simon LeBond of Duran Duran. Simon mm-hmm. LeBond of Duran Duran's listed in the intro of her book. And so when I met him, I said, okay, I'm going to ask him about this. And it was interesting because, you know, I actually, I wasn't offended because, again, I mean, who cares if Simon LeBond does or doesn't? I, I was just curious yeah. at that point. When I was a teenager or a lot younger, maybe I would have been more offended by it. But when you get older, it's like, okay, Simon LeBond, who's he, whatever. Uh, you don't care as much. But he said that he actually thought that Jim Morrison was more of an influence on him than Ayn Rand was. And he said the most interesting thing, which is that he hated her ideas but thought she was a great writer. Yeah, which really So he, you don't ever hear it that way. So rarely. the way that he said it, certainly to the extent that he's criticizing her ideas, you would have expected it anyway. He's a musician. And because he said he admired her writing, that yeah. he thought she was a good writer, hardly anybody does hardly. that. They have, mm-hmm. they have, you know, most people will say, oh, I like her ideas, but I think her writing's right. horrible. Yeah. That's the one that you usually get. So, nah, not so much. But there are people who you would think, like, for instance, I didn't ask McKee what he thought of Ayn Rand. Right. I didn't want him to denounce her and Probably have was. the things that I liked about him. To be a respectable liberal, you know, you have mind. to hate yeah. my rent. I mean, you have to, to, to be a respectable <laughs> liberal. No, but she was a great writer, mm-hmm. and some people recognize that, uh, resentfully sometimes. They're like, God damn it, she was great, you know? 
But uh, you, they really come out and say it like that. Well, her, I don't like her ideas, but her writing is great. Because she is, and she was a great, great writer. Some that they like to deny because they her ideas offend them. Yeah, I can say in the chat room, Daniel Henry mentions that the scene in Dirty Dancing, I remember seeing that in the theater, and people laughed when yeah. they showed the fountainhead because the character was already not, he was mixed. He, yep. he, he had bad uh, principles. But I, but 10 minutes later, I just forgot Absolutely about right. it. You know, I, it had right. nothing to do with Patrick Swayze and Jennifer Grey and their love of life uh, as far as diminishing that. Right. And, mm-hmm. Sorry. Also, the philosophy doesn't uh, get you in that kind of state of, you know, of, of, of craziness, whereas like Islam, you, it can motivate people to get not just angry, to act on that anger and to be justified and to actually, you better do it because if you don't do it, where, where's you know the philosophy that we share? I mean, it, it, it can't motivate us to, to do anything besides get a little pissed off for a minute or two and then pull back, and that's it. Right. You know, no. I think I think there's something to that. Uh, you know, and the other thing is, I, I'd be interested to ask McKee. Well, if somebody came up to you and insulted Casablanca, right, <laughs> right, right, right. Um, because or I, I, I or uh, Igmar Bergman, the uh, the screenwriter, who he holds to be the greatest. He thinks he's the greatest screenwriter, screenwriter exactly. Mm-hmm. So I think that even for him, there are certain works yeah. mm-hmm. that you identify. I think that the phenomenon that he is kind of frustrated with and doesn't really understand is someone identifying so strongly with lesser work. That's the whole thing. Yeah. And, and That's so, the whole thing. Yeah, I so think. identifying with lesser work. You, know, anyway. you know, someone told me uh, Transformers is my favorite movie of all time. It's like, I mean, that's impossible. That's impossible. Isn't that the what kind of person? No, no. Sick. Yes. I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous. This guy, he was in, a, he was in his 30s. And he liked my work. I was like, oh, okay, thanks. Yeah, that, 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 that's an insult. So should we go on to some actual news yeah. stories? You know, we are in this state right now where a lot of the top news stories are things they're going on in the world. We don't even really know exactly what's going on with them yet. So, for example, we have the missing Malaysian plane. And one of the latest stories that I have here from CNN is somebody has a theory that it might have landed. But many many people think it probably. But what's crashed that based on? What's the theory somewhere based over on, the Indian you know, Ocean? Do they have something concrete to say that to, to base it on? Because I don't know. Well, so the theory is that the person who was flying the plane knew what he was doing based on the tracking. You you remember at first they said it fell off mm-hmm. the radar, yeah. so to speak, maybe literally, maybe figuratively, about an hour after the flight started. But then they did say that they had further data where there was pinging going on for, I think, a couple more hours or something like that, a few more hours. And when they were following it, they said that the person who was flying it was clearly using established navigation points Hmm. as if they had a destination in some Indian, uh, what do they call it, Archipeglio or something? Do you know how to pronounce that? Term, Ar- Robert? Ar- <laughs> uh, is it Archipelio? Archipelio? Ar- yeah, yeah. I-, I did okay. I did okay. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so it's a kind of a, a constellation. Of, I like yeah, the word constellation, right, but it's like a constellation of islands, a bunch mm-hmm. of little islands over by India. And so, you know, the question here is really, is, is it really plausible that somebody could land on one of these tiny islands or not? But this person seemed to have a particular destination in mind, Hmm. the one who was flying it, and seemed to know what the established navigation points were in order to get to this. I mean, the the idea of flying it by chance 
past these navigation points, I guess, is, is uh, not likely. So they're still looking. That's the last that I heard. Anybody in the chat room over here at Blog Talk Radio, if you would like to yes. give us any update that you see, we'll go ahead and check Dredge Report. I mean, we've got to you do know, this. You know, we have the uh, two Iranians on board with the stolen passports. We do know about that. You know, Malaysia is a Muslim country, a Muslim pilot. Who knows what the hell, you know, but we, don't, we just don't know. Not yet, at least. No, my no. Fear, my fear was some kind of test run. Something. For some Probing. bad activity. Absolutely right. Drudge's top story didn't even make my list today, so I'll just leave it at that. But, yeah, all I hear is that the plane was deliberately diverted. We already knew that. Uh, they think it was an act of piracy. Maybe it landed, but they're still looking. So, yeah, we haven't heard anything. When we were talking about this story, when we guest hosted for Tammy on Tuesday... Really, I think the big things to be learned, regardless of whether this turns out to be mm. terrorism or not, is that whatever security we think we're getting from them scanning our passports right. is garbage. Absolutely. Because why in the world could they not scan these passports and oh. match it within a database of stolen passports? Yeah. Yeah. At least they could be doing that. And if they aren't doing that, then what's the purpose of us carrying these government-mandated passports, particularly... I don't know if passports around the world are like this, but here in the United States, if you are carrying a current modern passport, those passports apparently have a chip in them with a high risk of identity theft. Right. So they're mandating that we carry this thing that subjects us to a risk of identity theft, and they're not even checking for stolen passports right. against a database when you're flying around the world. That seems so arcane. Yep. So that's really sad. Uh, the other thing is that regardless of whether it's these two Iranians that yeah. actually hijacked the plane, whether they're responsible for terrorism or not, we have learned that Iranians are being smuggled on stolen yes. passports yes. into Europe. Yep. Why is that happening? What's going on with that? Yep. Iranians with laptops being smuggled into Europe on yep. stolen passports. Where and is it's the a outrage? Yep. So, so so we've we've learned these things that we need to be taking action on at at the very least, and uh, let me see what else. Okay, yeah, let's let's go back. I've got so many windows open in my browser here that finding my list of stories over here at DontLetItGo.com is, is getting me a thing. Yeah, Stewart has the proper spelling pronunciation. Archipelago. Archipelago. Hawaii okay. Is and Japan is. Thanks, Stuart. I was on one in Alaska, which is also that. Archipelago. Thank you, Stuart, for correcting us. Actually, Stuart also sent me a link the other day with an actual time cue for Snowden's. Yes, yes that was very Snowden's helpful. SXXW talk. So thanks for sending that, Stuart. I don't know if you heard it, but I actually good. talked about it at, on Tammy's show. He's a lot on more thoughtful Tuesday. than he's, uh, you know, made out to be. A lot more thoughtful. Snowden. Oh, the Snowden is? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I thought you meant Stuart. No, <laughs> no, no, Stuart is. Stuart is a thoughtful <laughs> yeah. guy. Yeah. But no, Snowden, in order, and in and, and brief, what the clip was is that Snowden differentiates economic power and political power, yeah. in effect. He didn't put it in those Voluntary. terms, mm -hmm. but he says it's different yeah. when this Google is. or Facebook or whoever is, quote unquote, spying on you in order to sell you things versus the government yep. who has the ability, and this is exactly what Snowden pointed out, government has the ability to throw you in jail, to yep. take your very life. They have force behind them. And well, I whereas business that, is a voluntary. Yeah. And that was, that was good for him to say so, because some people don't think in those terms. You know, they, they think it's all voluntary, as if. The other thing going on out there is 
the ever admirable Putin. Wait, whoa. <laughs> Say his name properly. Putin. Pukin. 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 <laughs> That's his he's, name. Pukin. Uh, he, he's threatening the Ukraine. Yeah. He's banning websites critical of his government. Yeah. He's deporting executives yeah. to it, speed or who jaywalk. Who jaywalk. I mean, this, is just, <laughs> this guy is, uh, he's trying to bring back the Soviet Union. They say he's a former KGB former. The only reason why is because the Soviet Union is down. That's it. That's why he's quote unquote former. He's, he's a thug. And in his first year alone, I think six journalists, quote unquote, dropped dead. Six journalists in his first year. Mm-hmm. Now there's been probably dozens, who knows, in the last 10, 12 years. So he's, he's a thug, and people compare him to Obama. They say, well, he's a better leader. Uh, he's a better, I guess, more effective uh, dictator because he's an official dictator. Obama's just a frustrated one. Wannabe. Yeah, yeah that's it. Definitely. Uh, that's the difference. And here we are, John Kerry, telling Putin. That he has, it, he has until Monday to reverse course in the Ukraine. I called it Battle of the Botox Heads. Because if, if you've seen Pukin <laughs> lately, I mean, my man is just totally Botoxed out. And Kerry as well. And, uh, you haven't drawn a cartoon about this yet, Bob? Because I, no, I think I, we've talked about I drew, this a day I drew or two Pukin. Ago. I've drawn Kerry before. But uh, I could do something about that. Battle of the Botox Heads. We need it. We need it. I have a different cartoon reference. Bugs Bunny and Yosemite Sam when he right. says, I dare you to cross that line. <laughs> right. Send that line. Right. Send that Send line. That line. Send and that's line. Obama. All the way to the edge. Yeah, nope. that's it. Obama with the <laughs> no red line. No consequences. Is that your prediction, Robert, that that's what's going to yeah, happen? Monday's going to happen. 100%. Obama is only firm against Americans. Absolutely. Not right. against foreigners. Yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly right. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I just think it's, it's silly. And here we are. We have a precedent already, John Kerry, with Iran, right? Oh, I think there's a, something out there that's yeah, doing the dinging bus. I'm sorry. I did that. Little, little uh, sausage for our listeners. But look, we've got 20 seconds until we're at the bottom of the okay. hour. Wow. And because I'm a good hostess, okay. I'm going to go ahead and just kind of lead you out to our little break here you're going to be hearing a little bit of a word from our sponsors in just a couple minutes. And then we will be back in four minutes with more news. Okay, here we go. We are in our four-minute bottom of the hour, first time ever ad insertion break. If you're listening to us live here on Block Talk Radio, you're still hearing us in the background. But we figure we'll make it a little infomercial for Audible while we're at it because, as you know, on Block Talk Radio – Audible is now my sponsor. So if you would like a 30-day free trial of Audible, uh, you know, all of us, I was already a customer of Audible before I was ever approached. So this is a product that I can completely sit behind, stand behind. For you, I'm sitting right now as we talk. So I'm sitting behind the product of Audible. But uh, there's many people, of course, who listen to this show who are already Audible listeners because they know that they want to make the most of their commutes of any time that they're spending maybe cleaning the house, doing physical work that doesn't really require a lot of concentration. Perfect time to catch up on your reading. And there's a story that we're going to talk about at towards the end of the next hour where you will actually hear about WhisperSync. Mm-hmm. When you use Audible with WhisperSync and Kindle, you can have the best of both worlds. Yeah. You can read a book. And then you can go and listen to the book, and WhisperSync will synchronize exactly between the off. two formats. Yeah. So, you know, there's a guy, there's a rabbi who yeah. has been using this, and he says he reads in the evening, you know, maybe just before he goes to sleep, so he'll read a little bit, 
And then the very next day, if he's commuting, for instance, he can pick up with Audible, and Audible will start playing the book exactly where he left off when he was reading it the night before. I think that is fabulous technology. I do have the link to the Whisper Sync on Amazon there at my blog at don'tletitgo.com. And you can see that there are over 44,000 titles that are Whisper Sync ready. So I think that's really – I love Apple. Yep. But kudos to Amazon for doing this. As far as I know, they're the first ones to have done it. I'm sure mm-hmm. that Apple's going to try to get oh, the no same doubt. functionality going mm-hmm. in, in theirs as well. But that is fabulous, making the most of your time. What was it? One woman said, I'm reading too many books. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was reading all day long yeah. while doing work, while this, yeah. So, yeah. so what's your yeah. experience with Audible, Robert? I love Audible. I've been a member now for about two years and Part of my package is I get one book a month, but I also listen to 45 minutes of the Wall Street Journal first thing in the morning. So I get to know what's happening in the business world and the financial world. And what has just been added to Audible is Leonard Peikoff's Dim Hypothesis this month. Ah, yes. So I will be getting it. I'm waiting until the second of the month is when my... Credit comes, credit right? Comes yeah. Every, so, every month you get yeah. a credit. If mm-hmm. you decide mm-hmm. to continue as a member, yeah. you'll get a, a credit for a new book. And I know in the past we spoke about, or you spoke about his Opar, that it's not well done. So I'm, this one, the reader I know, Robin Field, actually oh, has nice. a very good voice. Nice. And, oh, and good. So I'm anticipating this being a, a good experience. Excellent. No, I'm sure it will be. It, it's not that... The, well, the Opar, there was some errors in it as well, but I just think that Opar, and probably Dim as well, we'll just see how it is, that it's difficult to digest yeah. that way. But what's another book? But I mean, think about this. Think about this. You know, what you could do is you'd be listening and you say, okay, that was really hard for me to take in auditorially. You could hit stop or pause mm-hmm. and then pick it up, yeah. say, in mm-hmm. the Kindle. And read that portion of That's it beautiful. and then say, okay, now I'm going to go back and listen to some more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that could be fun as well. And uh, they haven't ever, they haven't advertised the Whisper Sync uh, because they said they've, they've been wanting to perfect it. Right. I think, it, yeah, we're going to learn more about that. So here we are. That's the end of Audible. We Go to audibletrial.com. Uh, okay. Now, <laughs> sorry, that was a little bit abrupt, everybody, but I'm sitting here watching and a Blog Talk studio clock and trying to get these breaks correct. So this is Amy Peacock. You're listening to Don't Let It Go Unheard. I've got cartoonist Bosch Faustin and also Robert Begley, Robert NYC, who's typically in our chat room, sitting in the studio here with us today. And before the bottom of the hour break here, we were talking about John Kerry giving the ultimatum to Russia. <laughs> I mean, just, just that sentence, man. It's a, it's a joke. John um, Kerry. With a big grin. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, Mark, Mark Lynn calls him uh, mashed potato face because of all the Botox. Right. You know, he, he said his doctor put mashed potatoes Who in his face. Who was it, though? You said some, somebody, <laughs> somebody said that it wasn't that bad. Who was that? A friend of ours, which I don't want to name. Okay. I'm sorry. It's terrible. I mean, it is terrible. A big balloon head, man. A big balloon head. And you think it's Botox or you think it's oh, fillers? Botox. Fillers? Well, I don't know. You know, she did Botox. He had all the bruises once in the in the Senate. You know, he got some work done also. I mean, you know, I mean, if, look you, at his face. if you just put a bunch of Botox in your face, it's just going to like droop right <laughs> yeah, off, right? Which is what his no face looks like. there's no muscle tension. And also, a pukin did the same thing. Yeah. Do, do you remember how Breitbart calls him? No. Sad sack. John Kerry. Did, in, did in, in righteous indignation. Yeah, he, has, he has all these adjectives. That's different John Democrats. Kerry. Yeah. I won't say what Bill Clinton funny. is. Oh, so it's something 
blank eating. Okay. All right. S H I. Wow. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. That's gosh. pretty good. Mm-hmm. Sadness. Such sadness. Yeah. So Se- Secretary John Kerry is warning of. Serious repercussions for Russia on Monday if last-ditch talks over the weekend to resolve the crisis in Ukraine failed to persuade Moscow to soften its stance. I did see a picture of John Kerry hanging out with some Russian dude. I saw that picture on Drudge. I don't know if it looked like it was going very well or not. If if Putin is laughing, you can't tell because of all the Botox. I mean, his face is not really... (laughs) No, but you know he's laughing. I mean, you know it. John, John Kerry? Well, and then you asked the question, could you even tell if Pukin was laughing yeah. because of all the yeah. Botox, right? Also, so. one thing, you know, I mean, you know, John Kerry, people are afraid of John Kerry because when they see him, you know what I mean? They're like, <laughs> and he thinks it's because of his, uh, because of his, I guess, That's words and, yeah. Skills. But no, it's actually his face. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's honestly, uh, I hate to focus on it, actually, but he's this so is it. nothing. This is it. This is it. He, he tells Pukin, he says, Pukin, you better stop what you're doing or I'm going to visit you in person. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. That's it. That's it. That's you will trick. have to look at my face. And, and you know what that means if Putin looks. <laughs> Pukin. I, sorry, I have to keep calling sorry. him Pukin. Okay. I have to. I'm the boss. Aren't okay, I the boss? Well, yeah, yes, you are, actually. But one thing about, about, about Pukin, you know, uh, there's a lot in our media, even the radio, they're, they're praising Pukin as if he's an actual leader. I mean, it's just it's, it's embarrassing. He's, he's an absolute thug. But, but this is the thing that I like, right? If Pukin has to meet with John Kerry in person, then the next time Pukin gets his Botox done, in the back of his mind, he'll say, oh, my God, maybe I'll I'm end up looking yes, like yes. that guy. <laughs> and that's why he won't do it anymore. No, no more, no more. Uh, but I just, I just, I like the idea uh, of Pukin being a little bit tortured. <laughs> and By looking so, at him? so in a way, Carrie is the perfect person to send because there's just going to be this little subconscious thing in Pukin's mind. like, maybe I'll look like that guy. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Can I say one thing about yeah. the title, how, yeah. about Pukin, that... At least in the Wall Street Journal, I don't know about other publications, but they refer to him as President mm. Putin, yeah, and absolutely. they just destroy the concept. Absolutely of right. As if he's freely elected. Exactly right. He's a crime minister. I mean, he's a thug. He's a he's a dictator. I mean, that's, but he doesn't like being called one. But you're right. When they call even the president of Iran, you know, president. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, even Obama. Obama is the anti-president. He's a non-president, is what yeah. he is. Not even Obama's a president. You're right. There, there's a certain uh, status that that gives to Pukin that he doesn't deserve at all. So, crime minister, I think, is a good one also. Crime minister? Yeah. Okay. I, I, def- I definitely like it. So, the prediction is that Monday's going to come and go without no. Pukin have changing Absolutely course not. at all. Absolutely not. And then Kerry's going to come back and say, but we're really going to do something. The reason why he's doing this is because of the absolute value. And what can we do to them? What, what, what can we do to Russia what right do. now? I don't know what we could do. With Obama, and, serious, I mean, who knows? Serious repercussions. What does that who, mean? Who in the world is on board with us in exactly visiting right. serious repercussions upon Absolutely. Russia right now? Who's afraid of us? Exactly. They respect, quote-unquote, respect Pukin more than they do us. Mm-hmm. Ir- that, isn't it Iran and Russia oh, are yeah. in nuclear arms yes, talks? Of and, course. I mean, come on. I, I just, I just don't pathetic. know. So this is... To me, I mean, because this is something that's completely out of our control, and it is something that in, I'm worried about. Russia has the power to do something to us if they sure. are so motivated. And between Kerry and Obama, which are basically, I mean, what they're capable of doing is stirring up a hornet's nest, yes. and that's about it. That's about it. You're right. And, you know, look, they have spent, they spent years weakening us, and now they want to use the strength of the United States in the world. If you could do that. Mm-hmm. They've spent five years 
we, you know, weakness. It's pathetic. I don't know what our chat room thinks about what's going to happen in Russia. We could all start taking bets or something. Feel free. Also so. call in if you want to discuss 760-888-5817. I feel, uh, you know, about Russia right now, about like I feel about the next story, which is this stomach virus thing that is mm-hmm. just going around the country. I have at least two friends on Facebook who have said that they are just getting over this horrible, disgusting stomach virus. One who lives in Kansas and another who I believe lives somewhere on the East Coast, like New York, Connecticut, something. And we're talking people not able to eat meals for two days. What what are you looking yeah, at, the Robert? Chat, the chat room is funny. But no the, cha- the chat room is having no a good time right now? Yeah. It, it's better than a stomach virus, I can tell you that. Yeah, no show 133 is say we're, we, we promise you can keep your own Botox right. insurance. Yay. Right. Right. Botox is medically approved for some things, but it's not right. for wrinkles. No, it's, it's not for ugly men who want to look uglier. I mean, it just doesn't make sense. They, you know, John Kerry looks worse than he did, if that's possible. Yeah. You know. So on the uh, idea of telling all of my listeners how to watch out for their health and things like that, I just want to let you know this stomach virus thing is serious. It seems to be highly contagious. Mm. In a school, this is a story that I have, and I've linked to it over at my blog at DontLetItGo.com if you want to check out the program notes. Stomach virus closes an Alexandria school after 230 get sick within one school. And it said that it started in a certain wing of the school, I forget, fourth grade or something, and they tried to clean that place, and they thought that they kept it from spreading, but nonetheless it still spread. So it seems that it's very easily spread, highly contagious, this stomach virus that's going around. And as I said, I had a couple friends who literally couldn't eat meals for two days. And, you know, the first I heard with this one friend, the friend was saying, well, I'm going to eat the first food that I've had. I think it was 27 hours or something like that. Right. So why in the world, you know, were you on some weird fast or, right. you right. know, or I didn't think this person was Catholic, wasn't giving up anything for Lent. I can't remember how long Lent goes. Sorry, 40 days. Catholics. 40 days. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can't be giving up food that long. So what, no. what's going on? Stomach life. virus, a stomach virus that is so bad that you don't eat anything. Mm. For a couple days. That's terrible. So try to watch yourselves out there. Do all the normal stuff that you do to try to avoid catching disgustingness out there. And I, I hope everyone's okay. And I hope that you get adequate health care if you need it. That's certainly something that's on our, our radar out there. I have another. Yeah, someone in the chat room here at Blog Talk Radio, No Show 133, says, hadn't heard about that one. Yeah, Alexandria, Virginia, yeah. they have a school and over 230 between students and staff Man, had you know, gotten serious. sick from this. That's terrible. I mean, to the extent that you're sick that you have to miss school. Of course, if you are sick with this, please stay home. Yeah. <laughs> Don't, Don't go, go and out. infect fellow mm-hmm. classmates and every, everything else. So, yeah, please do stay home. Another thing that I wanted to tell you guys, again, on the idea of helping you guys keep healthy, in a way I feel like, I'm sharing this story because it's going to give me accountability because I have not worked out <laughs> in any serious way for, I don't know, a year, yeah. 
I don't. Uh, this is horrible. It's really truly pathetic that I'm not doing strength training. You look like you. I want to well, jump in and say Amy looks great. Yes. So even if she's not working out, she yeah. still looks awesome. Yep. Thank you guys. Thank sure. you. And I I really you appreciate like it. Out, and it and it is probably true that if I couldn't look like I worked out, even if I didn't work out, I probably would have been at the gym a lot sooner. Right. Doing something, and I am walking. I do walk. I walk my dogs, but I'm so dang busy that I have rationalized in my mind not doing strength training. Right. Not to mention that you know financially and stuff, uh, affording the high intensity private trainer right. that I have been going to on a weekly basis before is not really feasible for me right now. But I think my excuses are over, and I do give a hat tip to Execute Tactics for sharing the link to the story that led me to the this workout. Although Execute Tactics stopped following me on Twitter for That's some unknown reason. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, whatever. Um, but thanks for posting on your blog a story. Obama which, stopped following which me too on Twitter. To, <laughs> Obama stopped following you? What the hell? <laughs> I think he finally got offended when, uh, yeah. <laughs> one of my tweets. Hey, Bosch, is, is Amy allowed to say dang on this show? I think so. Yeah, okay. Something a little more fierce. I'm the boss. Yeah, exactly. I can say dang on you this show whenever I feel it. you more boss behind it. Okay. God damn it. Now, I'm wondering, I'm getting confused by my little clock here. When we, oh, yeah, we've got, yeah. We've got 15 minutes until yeah. the hour. Okay, yeah. we're, doing, we're doing great. Everyone, because of the ad insertions, I get a little bit confused. Yeah, you you know that I, I produce the show. I am the boss of this yes. show. <laughs> I do everything of this show. I, I produce. I set up all the links. I do the research, all that good stuff. But I appreciate people do send me links during the week, and I and I very much appreciate that because it helps on the research end. But here is the story. And, yes, I posted the original source journal article that gives you the science behind the workout that a you have no excuse. A seven-minute workout. A seven-minute workout that you have no excuse not to do. Every day. Uh, you know, that's the thing I need to look a little bit more. I imagine it would be. Well, high-intensity workouts are such that you that's should true. not no, do them every day. True. So I don't, know, I, don't right. know, yeah, I don't know what the but optimal intense, interval is But that's the whole thing. Seven minutes, how intense can it actually be? Well, they suggest that the entire workout is seven minutes and that you could do it a few times. Oh, okay. So that you might spend, say, you, know, you spend 21 minutes, say, in a day. You do it three times. So it's not seven minutes. And it's then a 21 minute workout. I would assume you take at least four days off. But the seven minutes sounds better. It sounds more appealing. You know, yeah. I mean, that's what it is. Well, maybe you could do it seven minutes once a day. I'm curious. I definitely want to try it. Yeah. I do. I do. The, I do the gym three days a week, but uh, I'm curious to see how this will be. And with no weights, right? It's just yeah. you with. So basically, tricep, it, it is. Lift, yeah. yeah, it is you working mm-hmm. off of your body weight and common items that exist in any home or hotel room. Mm-hmm. Uh, a chair, typically there's a desk chair in any right. hotel room that you go to. So the type of exercises that they have are, I remember the first one is good old-fashioned jumping jacks. But is that I am, all, the, all the workouts there? Well, it's described here. Okay. So here, here's the list. Total body jumping jacks. So we're talking high right, intensity. Right, right, right. You really put yourself into it, jumping jacks. You do a wall sit, which works out your lower body. And I've done wall sits in the past. It's Agoscu. Yeah. Uh, you literally yeah, go down. It, doing yeah, almost, almost like a squat for your back, Amy. Because the Goscu is yeah, Goscu for, for the right, back, right, exactly. Right, right. It's like uh, like a squat. Is that what it is? It's uh, you basically sit against the wall and you hold yourself there hmm. 
for 30 seconds. Okay. And maybe maybe I'll, I'll you like know what I'll do? Degree angle. This, this is a special yeah. bonus for people who listen live here oh, on Blog Talk Radio. I'm going to demo it over the break. I'll demo it over the break and see how I do. Okay, okay. Okay. But yeah, you do this, you do this wall sit. Like this. 30 seconds. 30 seconds, yeah. And if you hold that for 30 seconds, it is a workout. It is a workout. Yes. Robert NYC went over there uh, and uh, demo- demoed it for us. I mean, can we do this? Seriously. Let's do it, and let's see yeah. within a month. Let's talk about the results and I'm gonna, how, I'm how gonna, we feel. I'm going to do this. I feel bad because I have let's a gym membership that's languishing right now. But uh, push-up, upper body, just push-ups. And they I, don't, I would, they I don't say do, particular what kind. They say all the way down. Do they say anything or not? Well, I would assume it's slow. push-ups according to whatever taxes you to the maximum okay. high intensity, okay. right? So for me, because I haven't been doing this right, stuff for right, so right, long, right. I'm going to do the girly push-ups, you know, where you're knees working off your ground. knees. Yeah, I did 99 push-ups once. I, I, I literally could not do that, 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 that one more. One? I could not do it, and I just collapsed. Abdominal uh, crunches, step up onto a chair. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to be on crew years ago. I mean, I was such an athlete, and like I said, I feel horrible. But and, they said and the, that they maybe they, they tossed it the wrong way or something, because you, you said your back was crew, crew may have be, been one of the yeah. things that destroyed my back, yes, but I was on the crew team for a while. Lightweight novice. I wasn't, you know, I'm not very tall. I'm only 5'7". But nonetheless, we were in such good shape, and one of the things we used to do was the jump up on a box thing, so you would... Basically, you'd, you'd, right, you'd be straddling a box. So the box would be between your legs. Mm-hmm. And then you would jump up to where you'd be standing on the box and then squat down on sitting on the box again and okay. then jump up again. And you would do as many of those as you could in two minutes. That is. Two minutes straight of this mm-hmm. stuff. That's a workout. I did, I did one leg workout once. It was for a, to dunk. And I literally was able to go grab the rim, which is 10 feet high. Mm-hmm. Now I didn't dunk, you know. I, I guess if, if I kept going, it is so it was excruciating. Right. It was so tough. It's almost impossible to do, but of, of course you do it. It, it was incredible. I, don't know, I forgot what what program was. Some basketball player, I guess, had it online somewhere in a magazine well, or something. You're a white man. You can't yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I jumped. My cousin looked at me. They were in absolute shock. That I mean, you could do that. I go grab the room. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's something. You know, I, I was talking about this with Bosch on Tuesday on Tammy's show, and it's only because somebody came up with a Terminator reference in the chat room yeah, for Tammy for Bruce's show. Yeah. Be and so I was thinking of Terminator 2. Right. And I was so inspired by Linda Hamilton yep, and Terminator 2 yeah. that I trained myself to do 10 chin-ups. Yes. I was actually able Which to chin, tough as hell. chin my own I, weight I mean, 10 e- times. E- even for men, it's tough. You know, I was deflated, though, right, because chin-ups, when you do them with the under That's hand grip, this is a was that sexist enough? Oh, yeah. Even for men, well, no, no, no. So the the, the, the pull up, the pull up <laughs> is what Linda Hamilton could do, and yeah. that is that harder. Is, yeah. That Absolutely is harder. Right. So I was able to do ten chin ups. I was able to do ten chin ups. The overhand. I couldn't yeah. do the other. No, I couldn't. But do that's the other. one to do if you could do it. So here we go. We get the step up onto the chair, total body. That sounds like those box jumps I used to do. Stay defined and worn out by listening to us boss people talk about <laughs> exercising. I, I would say, listeners to this show, you need to try this workout. Again, go to my blog we at DontLetItGo.com. I we have a link to it. it. The link is in all caps, which is a very bossy way to put a link there, right? <laughs> but that, that's that's what it was in this the original. This is an appealing uh, workout, though. In mean, <laughs> seven minutes, you get a hardcore workout. Seven minutes. So it's only 30 seconds for each of these exercises. And they don't say whether it's every day. They just leave it up to you or is that the every other day? 
They, uh, I, I we'll think. See. Well, I would say that if you truly do this, if you did three rounds of this, I would say you'd have to take at least four days off after doing it. If I don't you did know about it, that. I mean, if you work, if you work to fatigue, I guess. If you that work seems to fatigue, way too much. Whenever you work to fatigue, you need to give yourself time. The to one recover. workout we did, it was it was once a week. That was very yeah. high yeah. intense, and you are at at the end. You're you're it's over. Your right. body is and, shot. And ideally, I, guess I think that that's why you're supposed to be here. But that was at least twenty minutes. That workout. At least. Yeah. So, so we got we got the plank. Planking is hard. Yep. We got high knees running in place, which would yeah, definitely yeah, do yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Lunging for your lower body. Push up and rotation upper body. That sounds pretty difficult. And the side plank. If you do these yeah. to the utmost of your capacity, exactly. and you do three you in shape. rounds of it, walking, oh. eating well, yeah. drinking water. So let me let me finish what I was saying yeah. earlier about you know yes. Thank you very much for saying that I look like I work no, out, you do. but you look great. I do not feel at all like I work out. I have a lot of back pain. I sit a lot for this show. I've been sitting commuting up to Los Angeles, so I need to do some strength oh, yeah. training. And I've been putting no, off. I, you know, I do walk, and if I walk, I feel a lot better, of course. Walking mm-hmm. is better than doing nothing. Mm-hmm. And I stand. I have a standing desk set up that I right, use right, for, right. for periods of time. But it's not enough. You've got to do strength training in order to keep yourself healthy and not hobbling around like an old person before their time. And, you know, I know 70-year-olds who probably feel better and have less pain than I do. Yeah. That's That's not not a good thing. So I'm going to throw down the challenge. I'm going to be an accountability (laughs) just once a week. Amy, how's the seven minutes going? Okay. Well, you know what? I mean, we'll, we'll yeah. do an update on the show. In, in, in yeah. a way, putting it here is on the show. Yeah. Absolutely right. I'll, I'll We're tell on record. you next That's week, it. did mm-hmm. I do it or did I not do it? We're going to do it. How it went. Just start off once a week. Right. That's I, all. It's more I than do not it. doing anything for a year. Yeah. That's all. I have, I have yeah. the half excuse in my mind. Already, I already oh, have. You know how you really? do. You have the little half. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The half excuse is that I need to be careful doing this to make sure that I don't hurt Injury my back yourself. in the process yeah. of doing it. So I'm going well, to have to be careful. You got to do it correctly. You got to make sure you know exactly what they're saying because sometimes mm-hmm. they, if they're unclear, yeah, it might be a problem. State defiance <laughs> in the chat room says that he's more into the crisp, crispy donut to the mouth <laughs> workout himself. Huh. Where's the you chocolate? Know, Where's the chocolate? State defiance. Yeah, exactly. You said crisp, crispy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're, you know, we. I think we are going to have to during that six-minute well, top of the hour thing. We're yeah, going to have to please. eat some chocolate. I definitely need to eat something because eat or eating though. When when right. you know when Robert came eat when Robert eating, came, I talked to him so much that I didn't eat very much before the show. I'm starting to feel the blood sugar right now. We did have the butter coffee before the show. And the butter yeah, does give me nice. it, it gives Very me nice. some calories. It gives me mm-hmm. Oh, that's how we drink coffee now. Yeah. Yeah, so whole whole 30 mate. has oh. definitely improved our diet overall even though we don't stick to it 100%. 70% for Robert? Or, or eight. I'll, I'll take 70%. Remember, yeah, remember I can... we bought this in Lynch yes. in, on Fifth Avenue? Yeah. Yes, I remember buying that on the Fifth Avenue. We got a nice tour of New York City Oops, with, with Robert. Song. So anyway, that is my exhortation. The bossy Amy hostess is yeah. telling you, go out and try this workout. It's broken up, sorry. If, if it's a seven-minute workout, you just don't have any excuse. If you don't need any equipment, you don't have any excuse. Mm, how, many does a, how many of these does an eater eating eat? You think one full one or, or a few? I don't know. But what can we say about Chris Christie this week? What's the well, news? Well, something came on uh, that he knew about all the traffic yes, stuff yes, anyway, yes, right? Yes, Wasn't that? Yes. Um, mm-hmm. well, well, that was actually a That was one yes. of his power polls. Oh, no, no. Here is the one. And why did I not link to this? 
Wait, he also gave a, a speech and his No, no, no. It, this it, is it, the it, biggest news. This okay. is the biggest news. Oh, this is disgusting, yeah, disgusting news about Chris Christie. I'm going to put Listen, some chocolate in. Listen, you have to eat and, and talk, though, while you You have to talk about this. I'm sorry. I, put, I did not put a link to this at my blog at don'tletitgo.com, but you can find it on my Facebook page because I posted it there. I was very outraged. I can't believe I forgot about this. Yeah. You know, that's the beauty of posting something on Facebook because you do vent. Right. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you get it out of your system. You, you do. Literally. You get it out of your right. system. You yeah. get it. Right. Oh, Chris Christie. Chris Christie. <laughs> Chris Christie has said that Tesla. Tesla cannot sell cars mm-hmm. in New mm-hmm. Jersey directly. I mean, what an ass. Tesla mm-hmm. has to go through a dealership, a, a dealership owned because, by someone in New Jersey. Because? because what's his, his justification? Okay, what's his this, this, is, this is immediately what I thought of. I thought of organized crime oh, yeah. wanting to skim off the top. Yeah, and wants to be like a toy sparrow. I mean, yes. that, yeah. That's why he fancies himself. The car dealer association or whatever the hell they're called in New Jersey... You got to go through Lobby the government to make sure that they do not allow any car company to sell on their own directly to consumers. They have to do it through an independently owned dealership. They have to let some New Jersey resident earn income skimming off the top and paying taxes to the state of New Jersey. That's what Chris Christie did. Yep. That we're talking about, and then I'm justifying popping this piece of chocolate into my <laughs> mouth right now. Okay. No, but he also he was a, he was a CPAC and he was praised for his speech. And somebody else, and some people said actually it was nowhere near as as uh, welcoming as people said it was. I'd like to believe that. I hope I hope that's mm-hmm. true because he mm-hmm. came out there, you know he he has this albatross of that terrible scandal, and also he's a statist through and through. Obama fan, so I hope he just doesn't get anywhere near being nominated no show in the chat room is saying tesla yes tesla and that's the thing imagine you know chris christie okay you know he's big government he's crony fat government yeah. yuck ism mm-hmm. crony yuckism. i like that that's mm-hmm. the word for today size and scope of the government is, is it is huge but imagine that he probably could rationalize making an exception for Tesla, a so-called environmentally right, friendly which, car. Which is, he's supposedly environmentally friendly, yeah, supposedly, even on that basis. But, of course, so, it doesn't make sense. You know, here, here's Tesla. They're kicking butt. They're making electric cars sexy, yes. unlike the Prius. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and none, they can't sell directly. You know, but Has anyone from Tesla spoken out about this? Have they even, has anyone said, what the hell is this? I mean, you know, they... I, I saw this story, and the one quote that I saw was that they feel betrayed because they had promised Tesla that they were going to put this off or something. So, obviously, Christie got some kind of payoff from the car something, dealers or whatever something. they're called, association yeah. in New just, Jersey. Just, just, just one example also, when Romney was trying to um, campaign in New Jersey, he had to go through Christie. That's what he found out. He had to go mm. through Christie. Even that you know, so that's just, he's, he's, uh, he's, you know, he's bossy. You know what I mean, Somebody I, mean should him. I mean, they should, <laughs> I mean, you know what? Someone did actually with the scandal already in, in one sense and, he, <laughs> and, he, and he's bleeding, but he's still out there because he, yeah, his ambition eating. is to be president. He's eating. <laughs> he's he's eating. eating. <laughs> well, and didn't you say that he sort of plaintively towards the end of his speech? Yes. Remind you got, you got to win elections. Yes. I'm, then, I'm the guy who Don't worry about principle, okay? Yeah. Principle, I, I, I ate a principle once. It didn't taste good. Don't worry about that, okay? It's about winning elections. That's it. We, we definitely need to turn this around, and we are going to be talking in the next hour of the show about 
the main, main reason that we need to be turning this around quicker rather than less quickly, and that is Obamacare. Mm -hmm. Obamacare continues to be delayed in various aspects of the legislation. He is brazen. Obama is brazen in delaying parts of it as it suits his whim of the day. Yep. It's like, oh, not to hurt you know, his party's chances see, 2014. Seniors, you know, there's a poll that comes out that says seniors don't like Obamacare. Next thing you know, they're delaying the so-called death yeah. panels that would, mm-hmm. you know, kill your it's grandmother just, as they've been talking about, right? The Adelia salt of this crap. That's why it gets, you know, that's why people get a little tired about it. They don't want to hear about it, but we have to. He's promoting yeah. it in the lamest ways in the world. So the main reason that we do need to win and turn this around in 2014 is Obamacare. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I don't think we do it by electing the type of Chris Christie politician. No. People mm-hmm. who they say are so-called electable, they're just going to keep sending us down the river further. Yeah, we've got just a few seconds. So I'm going to go ahead and take you into our break. Remember, we're going to have a few minute break here about six minutes or so so use your time wisely if you're going to take the break and we'll talk to you on the other side okay here's sausage for blog talk listeners (laughs) the behind the scenes stuff so what what i'm imagining that we're typically going to do in this kind of bottom of the two-hour show break. We've got about six minutes in between and probably play a little bit of music. I'll tell you what the song is. When I really get my act together, I'm going to put links to the music on my blog at DontLetItGo.com so that if you like the song that you hear, you can go buy it either as an MP3 through Amazon or through iTunes. I actually applied to be an affiliate through iTunes and iBooks in part because I'm going to nice. do this, but mm-hmm. also because there's a couple of neat projects that I'm going to do with the Ayn Rand bot soon right. where being an affiliate is going to come in very handy. Yeah. So um, anyway, just in, stay tuned for that. In today's That's, theme, you could play Bruce Bittstring. That's true. We could play the boss, but I actually don't have the boss here in uh, our little queue. So what am I going to be doing here? I got some Bruce Springs. I mean, he's a pathetic leftist, but which, he still, yeah, got, which, some, still got some good music from, from, from back then, which, 70s, which, 80s. Which of these songs? Should we play some Jezebel? Should sure. we play, put, yeah? Put the Brink, maybe. Put the Brink? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to play you the Brink, and we'll probably get through most of it before yeah. we pick up on the oh, other goodness. end. So enjoy. This is the Jezebels, the Brink.
Hi, those of you who were listening there over the break, that was the Jezebels, the Brink. This is Amy Peacock. You're listening to the second hour of Don't Let It Go Unheard. Cartoonist Bosch Faustin here in the studio with me. Also special guest, Robert Begley, Robert NYC, for those of you who hang out in the chat room over at Blog Talk Radio. Thank you for sticking with us over the break. I don't know if you use that opportunity to stand up and stretch mm-hmm. at least. It's a six-minute break. Oh, okay. That's my excuse anyway, that yeah. I didn't do the workout yet. It's not bad. It's not bad. I, I, hope, I hope it's a good excuse. In the chat room over here at Blog Talk Radio, they are discussing one of the things that I definitely did want to talk about today, which is the bill that's been put forth in the House that basically says presidents have to actually, abide, abide by actually the law, abide. execute the law. Yes. And that they can't essentially pick it, you know, pick and choose what parts of the law that they want to execute, which is what Obama has been doing with Obamacare. I mean, it's, it's there is no line item veto for our president, and he's doing in effect what is a line item veto in the way that he is he's, quote rolling out Obamacare. He's semi repealing Obamacare. Right. I mean, I mean that's what he's doing. <laughs> They're saying I'm a DJ in the chat. No, no, I'm a DJ. Can I just do a show yeah. update for one second? Sure. You know, John Kerry made the ultimatum to uh, Pukin, right? And now he says uh, the the possible sanctions against Russia are not a threat or meant in a personal way. So what's worse than threatening Pukin saying this? He goes, it's not a threat and it's not meant in a personal way. So don't worry about that. Huh? Yeah. I mean, this is just sick stuff. Mm-hmm. Sick stuff. <laughs> what a coward. Serious repercussions. Yeah, serious I, repercussions. I, I, but, I, don't, I but don't take it personal. I have no idea what you know, repercussions we have to visit on, on them. No, but no. so let, let's talk about this house thing because I'm in agreement with the people in the chat room over here at blog talk radio. You know, the, the story comes out, you, there's a bill and someone in the chat room here said that it was actually put forth by Ted Cruz, that Ted Cruz that put right? together this bill Excellent. that they have proposed in the house. Excellent. Excellent. To, I imagine that, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. To, I mean, basically tell Obama, well, and we really mean that you should be doing yeah. your job. And a lot of people have pointed to the very, you know, brave seeming, you know, Trey uh, Gowdy. Trey Gowdy, yeah. He's, who should he, be a speaker? I mean, if you had him as a speaker, we got a different house. We have an absolute well, different house. And, and, he's, he, and he's, he's good. Mostly good. And he's good. You know. And he's good. But here, here's the thing, right? And I, this is a point that was being brought up in the in the chat room while we were on our little break there. And I, and I agree with this, which is that the Constitution already exists telling yes. the president that his job is to do this. They're here to remind them. That, that's the answer. Well, right, answer right. themselves okay. almost. But, I, you know, you, you played me that speech of Trey mm-hmm. Gowdy, if that's exactly Trey the same. Okay. I know he's from South Carolina, yeah. and he definitely sounds braver, more self-composed and everything than a lot of the yeah. legislators that are out there. But nonetheless... I remember him saying something like this, and I'm paraphrasing. He said, "Well, mm-hmm. you know, we already have these other things, but right. those are just punishments." Yes, I don't. So, so for example, he says impeachment is a punishment, but we need a remedy. That is. So the remedy is that the remedy is get him out of sue. office. You can no, sue. No, you can go to the judicial branch and to and fix our immediate problems. Exactly. Tell him to do his job. To fix our immediate problems, you got to kick this guy out of office, and we do have it. We do have impeachment, and they can do it. But he just dismissed the whole idea of it, which just doesn't doesn't make sense. That's the ultimate. Yeah. Check we have so on this I would guy. I would say any of You're the right. kudos that Gowdy gets yes. for standing That's up right. and being forthright, good. he loses right. it. He loses right? it when he because dismisses the idea of it. It's like it's like yeah, well, 
we could do something, but we don't want to. Let's. It's like hot potato, plain yeah. hot potato. Just throw it over the judiciary. That's we don't want to. We don't want to be called Absolutely. racist. Exactly. Yes, that's what our founders let's gave us. Let the judges bypass be that. called racist. Anyway, right. right? uh, that's a punishment. We need a remedy. The remedy and, and, is. And think about this, right? We're just elected officials, yeah. and if we do this, we might be voted out of office. It would be so horrible. No, that is and some so of the you guys there. are judges. You're appointed for life. You can't be thrown oh, out of man. office. Why don't the judges take care of it? See, See? That, that's the big flaw of his, of his thing, but still, and compared to John Boehner, Politicians, this guy is a superhero. Politicians, for us to admire you, you need to be willing to risk losing your next election to do the right thing. Right. Well, that's what that's you, what you Ted gotta, Cruz. You got to be able to do that. No, Ted Cruz risks, quote unquote, by being in sync with the Constitution. He risks okay. being kicked out but of office. But why is he proposing this bill then? Now, is this the bill that he proposed exactly with with overlooking the impeachment, or did they soften it up when it gets to the House? I, I mean, mean, did they do that? You know, did Ted Cruz say, "Oh, well, I couldn't get them to impeach him, so here's the next best thing, and it'll get some play in the media and the, make a point." The fact is, you make the argument whether I, I you don't know. whether you quote unquote can or not. So. You make the argument. You make the argument. This guy sh- cannot do what he's doing. The the uh, remedy is impeachment. Kick him out of office. That's the whole. That's the but answer see, to yeah, Obama. But this is this is what I'd rather see then. If if you're going to say this guy Trey Gowdy is a brave person, that he's really awesome. He's just doing his job. This, he's this in, is what I'd like yeah. to hear him say. I'd like to hear him say, yes, impeachment exists, but unfortunately, our House leadership will not pursue yes. that. So this Challenge is him. an alternative. Throw the gauntlet I, down. I, I hate I hate when they sit there and they say, well. You know, impeachment is not a remedy. <laughs> yes, it is a remedy. Yes, yes, it, yes is. it is a remedy. It is the remedy it, it, in this and case. And, yeah, sure, it's a punishment. But for yeah, me, but it's a... not primarily about punishing Barack She's Obama. It there. is about getting Barack Obama out of the way of productive Americans Get him out. from making their lives and our lives better. That's say, what well, needs to happen. Well, you know, then uh, what's the name? Joe Biden. Joe Biden will be there. Look, get Obama out. He cannot be there. He's destroying us. Joe, Bi- Joe Biden can't destroy us as quickly. He can't. He's an imbecile. But. No Show 133 in the chat room is saying maybe it wasn't Ted Cruz who promoted this bill. Okay. It could have just been that particular legislator. You said Trey Gowdy is yeah. his name from South Carolina. Yeah. I know he's from South Carolina, but I had forgotten his name. And no, he's looking to make some, some noise, and he's better than – ten times better than John Boehner. But when he dismisses the idea of impeachment – you do got to question him. Say that's the answer. Yeah, he, and whether he, you can he quickly, do it or not. He quickly put it aside yeah. as well. That's punishment. And I mean, that's, impeachment, that's semantics. impeachment for semantics. anyone who's serious about it is not primarily about punishment. I don't give a damn about Barack Obama. I don't if, give if a Obama damn about was not, him. If, if Obama I, was not black, though, I never the, uh, had to hear about Barack Obama ever again. If Obama I was not black, the cowardly Republicans probably would have tried to put together articles of impeachment by now. They probably would have. Yeah. But, you know, they maybe they are racist. Maybe they're afraid of being called that. Who knows? If you do want to call in, 760-888-5817 is the number. Again, that's 760-888-5817. For those of you listening live here on Blog Talk Radio, we do have a caller. We're going to go ahead and take it now. Hi, who's this? Hello, you're on the air. Can't hear anyone. Hello, is this? Okay. I guess they're trying, but maybe their stereo equipment is not working maybe, properly. Maybe Do try again. Also. If you are in the chat room, whoever was calling, go ahead and let us know if you've make, made some sort of an adjustment to your audio equipment that perhaps was the problem. We couldn't hear you. Yeah, so it is Trey Gowdy. 
Yeah. Uh, says no show 133. Okay, so excellent. Thank you for that. I don't know if that would be unprecedented by a senator trying to pass something through the House, but I mean, it probably it, it does happen, but not officially. Plus, they probably wouldn't name him if it was him because they want to keep it in-house, literally. Now, right. that's, and, and one thing he did say, he did remind us, it is the people's house. There's no body in politics that is supposed to be closer to the American people than the House. But it seems like they're beholden to everything else, their own personal power. I mean, I was talking to Amy the old day, and it's, it's about perks. I mean, really, for a lot of these guys, it's all about perks. To hell with the country. They got their limousines. They got their restaurants. That's restaurant why I do this everything. show, you know, for the perks. Right. Mm-hmm. I get the perks. No, but it is I, really... I go around to restaurants everywhere, and I say, hey, I'm the host, so don't let it go unheard. I get the best <laughs> table. Exactly. <laughs> no, but that's really what it's about for a majority of these guys, because look at what they've done to the country. Look what they, they've done to us. It's, uh, it's in a lot of ways, all it's all about perks. I just, that's why I, just, I said I they, think they it's they so see... wimpy, right, to, to just kind of punt to oh, the yeah. courts. It is. It because is. they Absolutely do right. have the ability to start impeachment they proceedings. Do. And they impeachment do. impeachment doesn't necessarily mean no, that no. they're going to kick this guy no, out of office. It doesn't necessarily mean that. But, but that they are going to put on record the, the, that this guy broke the law. He's a criminal. Yeah. You know, he cannot be he cannot have the kind of power that he's had. At least you know, cripple him politically. At least do that. But uh, I was saying something yesterday about politicians also, you know, they see us as uh, suckers or enemies. Subject. You know, suckers or enemies. It's like, mm-hmm. are they, you know, are they going to be played by me or are they against me? And that's it. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's talk about this issue of jumping the shark, oh, the White House jumping the shark. Oh, Maybe the caller may has tried again. Okay. Somebody who was trying to call before is now trying again. Let's see how it goes. Hi, who's this? Hello? Hello. Okay. Still can't hear. Yeah. Sorry. I don't know. I couldn't hear anything. That's hmm. Anyway, so what, unfortunate. What's next, yeah, uh... so so jumping the shark. Jumping the shark is not a term that I even heard that much except for in the last few years. And it was something from Fonzie, I mean, from the happy days. Okay. He literally jumped the shark, I think, with his motorcycle, wasn't it? <sighs> when 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 T V shows start to really stink it up, they say we need something desperate for some ratings. And that's what we do. They do something Stupid. Okay. Out of character, let's say. So the White House is now doing it because they're in such desperate situation with respect to Obamacare. As you know, what they have been doing is releasing numbers of people who have so-called selected a plan on healthcare.gov, right? They aren't telling you whether the people actually paid for the plan, that they're actually enrolled. Oh, they've selected a plan. Millions of people have selected a plan. Totally. They have been cooking the books. Absolutely. You know that they're desperate. The March 31st extended Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. deadline that they have is coming up soon. And so they are desperate to get enrollments. And they're particularly desperate to get enrollments from young people. So as you may have seen out there in the social media world and otherwise, Obama and various celebrities that have been roped in by the White House have been going out promoting Obamacare. There's an article. Breitbart says Obama team doesn't get young people. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that that's true. And Lewis sees it as opportunity. I, I think it's true. I, I, think, I think they're open. I think that you know the Ayn Rand Institute is going to do a good job appealing to young people with initiatives like yep. End the Debt, debt Draft, right. as they call it. 
that and the website's the, really the debt, now. The, the amassing debt of our country is, in effect, a draft into service of young people. They're going to have to pay for all of this debt and those, that we've been And those up. new short videos they have, very appealing, very attractive, right. very to the point, you know, so like I, a nice primer. I'm, I'm thinking that that's, that's going to do a really nice job. But in any event, let's talk about Obama getting really desperate calls people to the White House like Lance Bass. He was a member of the hmm. boy band NSYNC that was popular in the late 1990s and 2000s. Is, they have I mean, him... Whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, at least he can get some, at least get some, some current hack. I mean, why, why? This is what, 20, 20 years ago. You know He's like... Is he now for a man? I saw some he- I saw some headline on Dredge today and I didn't click it yet. I probably should. You know, I'm I'm bad, you know, journalist, <laughs> bad journalist, but it was Obama's trying to get um LeBron James. Is he? Yeah, he's and, tr- and I'm he's curious tr- because LeBron James, LeBron James is openly, you know, he's openly supportive of Obama. He's given him money. He's, he he praises him, even though the Heat, uh, Pat Riley is a, is is Republican. wasn't wasn't crazy about it. That's the word be, you know, behind the scenes I've read. So people, who knows? Maybe people, he's not alone. Well, it? and people have started turning on it. So for example, we talked about Robert McKee's story seminar. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had heard from a friend mm-hmm. who took McKee. How long ago? Months. About a year. Months. I, I would say at least a year. Maybe a year. Okay. At least a year. And at least a year ago, McKee was saying, well, about Obama. Obama's trying. He's trying. There He's was, like, trying there what? Was to not, there was not one no. mention of Obama when I took McKee's seminar no. this time around. Not a single mention. Look, his hardcore followers, a lot of them um, are disillusioned now. I don't care how old they are, uh, whether they're teenagers or, you know, old men. Uh, this is not what they thought would happen. They thought he can get away with all this crap and remain popular and cool. And no, none of that has happened. Right now, he's like a desperate little hack on these stupid uh, web web shows, the uh, Between Two Firms, you know? Yeah, we're going to talk about that in a sec. But, uh, you know, really, with respect to the Between Two Firms and Lance firms, Base yeah. and everything else, he's getting the celebrity attention that he deserves because listen to this Lance face <laughs> he's going to tweet out and say you know I'm going to talk about health care reform with the president right this is so impressive and then what does he do he tweets out the link healthcare.org and the correct link is healthcare.gov oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. of course he couldn't even of link course. the correct link on his Twitter but who knows Lance base and besides his mother I mean seriously man Lance Bass. I mean, even if you got Justin Bieber, you know, even though he's Canadian. But look how happy he looks in his Twitter picture. That's, look that's how happy. That's ridiculous. I met the president. It's like, who, who are you again? I think even Obama was like, uh, what's your name again? Okay, cool. You're a celebrity, right? Okay. You, have, you brought a check, right? <laughs> that's right. Oh, my God. You know, everything I have. The, the only thing that's worse, really, is the Between Two Fern, no, Ferns uh, yeah. edition of Funny or Die. And, and again, I it wasn't funny, so they, show, they got right? died. This guy always does, he does interviews with people. I guess he does. He's, yeah. a, he's an unfunny guy. I mean, I've seen this guy. He has, he has a beard. I don't know what his name is. Snuffleupolis something. Zach Galifonikis. Yeah. Galifonikis. I don't yeah. some kind of funny. What little I've seen of him, I don't find funny at all. People say he is. I guess I'll take their word for it. I just don't find <clears> funny. No. I watched I, it. I, I haven't seen enough now. Okay, I watched I saw, I saw one minute, and Obama... How uncomfortable does he look in these things? Even when he, when he does the uh, slow singing thing with the... The slow jam the news with I Fallon. I mean, you see yeah. his eyes, how dead they are. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, uh, some, some of the rats in my comics, I, I give them the greasy eyelids. 
And Obama has that. It's always like dripping with grease, his eyelids. And he's always heavy eyelid. He's always like, he's not quite there. He knows what he's doing is stupid, but he's so desperate he doesn't care. I mean, uh, they're, yeah. they're telling him he's got to do it if they're going to make their yes, goals. Yes, and that's clearly. What, I can't imagine that any of this is helping him, though. No. Like I said, he's getting the attention that he deserves yes. because the funny or die was not funny. No. Uh, I don't want people to die. But yeah, well, that's it was not funny, so it's, they say funny or die, right? So why are they still alive? But Lance Bass, Gaffinopoulos, you know, that's, that's not cutting it. I mean, he needs some hardcore celebrities, you know, and he's not getting them. He was in The Hangover. The whole oh, hangover, hangover okay, series, okay. which was oh, okay. very funny. The first one. I saw, yeah, the first one the first I saw, one definitely funny. someone was funny. I yeah. didn't see the rest. I, no. I mean, how how long can you stretch that now? Mike Tyson punched him out. Yeah, maybe <laughs> <laughs> right. That was, that was a good part, actually. You know, the so I think this idea of using celebrities and using these different cultural yeah. outlets in such an undignified way is more of what we've talked about in the past. Yes. We had a whole show where I laid out which you know what the existed nihilism. at the time as nihilism that Obama engages in with respect to the office of the president itself. Yep. And many of you also saw that stupid video that Obama did with Biden. Mm. They're supposed to get moving or I'm something. I'm trying to forget that. Man. Oh God! Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I thought it was the onion. It was so bad, <laughs> yeah. so unfunny, so stupid, and so absolutely not true. I mean, they, you know, you know, these guys don't do anything like that. I mean, they don't. Obama golfs. That's about it. I mean, he worked out heavily to get some shirtless pictures before he became president. Remember during, yeah. during the campaign? That, that was it. Now he's a flat, flabby guy. I mean, you know he is. Um, but kind of, um, kind of like I am. Oh well. Right. Well, no, you don't look at me. You, <laughs> you got guns all. and veins. So. No, please do not mention no. Amy and Obama. It's true. Any <gasps> sentence in any but it's, 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 it's that skinny, flabby thing going yes, on. That's yes, what, yes, yes. It's like it's like French. He's like a French president, you know. I mean, that's what he looks like. So Obama needs to do this. Actually, yeah, NSA. They're propping him out You know, there's always the NSA listening. Hi, you guys. I know yes, you're here. Always. Tell Barack fans, Obama. Tell fans. Barack Obama he has no excuse. He needs to do that seven-minute workout. Yes. That you can find the link at don'tletitgo.com. I link directly yes. to the journal article with the scientific oh. evidence that that also, is the workout. Also, what's happening here? It, it's like we can have Bernie style with Obama. They're propping him up, putting him everywhere now. Come on, my let let's keep his hopes alive. Let let's keep hope alive. It's over. You like a room. Well, okay. There was one headline that you actually sent me, and I'm sorry I didn't look at the article, Bosch. It was that he's getting desperate. His time is running out yes, or something. Yes, and he threatened. He, right? My time is running out. You know, I got two years left, so uh, we really got to get serious now. He's talking to his donors and fundraising, you know. And uh, I just, it, that's a threat, you know. All, all my the time is running out, guys. guys. Taking over let's get serious health insurance. Here. Not enough for but, him. No, but, but no. no one, he's not, quote, unquote, hot anymore. He's that old guy. Five-year presidency, you know, it, it, it's over. He had a good run, hair. my man. So, you know, it's great. Yeah, but he does, he does play with that. Sometimes when he wants to look young, he slaps on some little black hair, you know, but then he let, lets it go when he wants to look a little more dignified. I mean, he's just a phony through and through. It, it'd be interesting to actually take note. I try not to watch video of his appearances no, too often, no. but oh. when his hair is black and when it's gray, right, right. And that might be interesting some, because you say, well, what, some yeah, website what sort did of effect some, is he playing yeah, for? Some, right. Yeah, some website did that, and they said, okay, well, he does flip it over back and forth at certain mm-hmm. times when he wants to look a little... The aging crowd. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly right. People yeah. on social he puts on more makeup when maybe the, the, young, the young crowd. He uh, unloosens his tie, takes off his jacket, rolls his sleeves up when he wants to be with the young crowd. You know. Here's another thing that just made me livid this week. Obama 
telling people who are saying, look, you know, health insurance is so expensive now that I can no longer afford it. He says, well, it's not that expensive. You just need to cancel your cable and your telephone. I mean, it's just unbelievable he would say that. He's telling And that doesn't get booed. He's telling people, well, I don't know if he got booed or not, because I did not watch the video coverage. What, whether they did or not. They, they, they probably did, but he should have gotten booed. Say, what the hell are you doing in terms of uh, letting go of things? You don't, you don't, you don't stop your vac- vacations. You and Michelle live like king and queen. This is pathetic. And you're telling us how to live. And you're forcing this on us. We, 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 wouldn't be, we would not be paying for this if you weren't forcing us. And you're telling us now to cut back on our lifestyle. I, I would say that people who are on a limited income, it's a perfectly rational decision to buy a catastrophic insurance plan where it's a very, very high deductible. You're basically saying, you know, in case I need open heart surgery, right. I've got this insurance Just policy in and reserve case. there. Backup. True insurance. Yep. Remember when insurance was yeah, insurance? Exactly right. right. Insurance is now illegal in yes. this country. True health insurance no longer exists. What we're doing is we are buying a prepaid health care policy. It is not health insurance anymore. Nope. We are being forced to prepay for health care that most of us won't even use. Wealth redistribution, health redistribution, all that crap. Yeah. And at the same time, just killing the business all over the place. So on a small income, there's a lot of people who cannot afford to buy a broad coverage policy, which is required now. And at the same time, still maintain their cable, their phone, and their other things, which, I mean, you would say, I'm taking a gamble no. in a certain way. I'm, I'm saying, okay, you know, I'm going to have you a high have the deductible. You should have the freedom to do that. You should have and, the freedom. And he's saying, no, you can't have the freedom to do that. Yep. I'm going to tell you how, you how you're going to spend it. And I'm going to tell you to cancel your cable and whatever else, you know, if well, you can't pay for my thing. And, you know, if you want to get into this, there's a lot of people who follow every single vacation that they take. And I don't know exactly how much they take and I what they spend, they do but you see that they spend millions of dollars on vacations. Get it while it's good. Is why what, is what why not just forego a vacation and use, because, have them use that money to buy a bunch of insurance policies because, for people? Because, I mean, it was about destroying the country and living it up. It was all about the perks. Him and Michelle Obama, they're living it up as, as if they're getting vicious revenge against us, as if they were hurt by us. Look how well they've done in this country. I mean, they're, they're multimillionaires, and that's not enough, clearly. I mean, clearly, that's not. We have to pay for it somehow. Can I make a comment about this? The parallel here with this story and uh, Jimmy Carter during the energy crisis. Yes. Very unpopular, a, a wimp of a president. America was at an all-time low in morale, in morale yeah. in, in international uh, prestige. And during the energy crisis, he says, well, right. just turn yes. your thermostat down yes. a little bit. Wear yes, an extra did. sweater. So let's yes, destroy the American way of life Absolutely. and sacrifice. Right. And exactly here, the same, same yep. exact thing. Well, where where and, I can get out of the way, but you know that's impossible. Yeah. You have to do mm-hmm. something. Well, and Obama's not going to be one-upped by that at all. I mean, you know, because he's going to be doing the energy thing plus the health care thing. You know because, what gets me here also? I mean, already he's made it more difficult for coal producers. Yes. Oh, yeah, yes. yeah. He wanted to wipe them out, out, out uh, of business. That was his goal. But, but one thing also, though, when they say, uh, hasn't he learned, anyone who's still expecting him to, quote, unquote, learn, this is his mission. This is the purpose. Everything that's going on today, this is, this is the point of it all. It's not like, oh, you know what, this, this is a terrible presidency. I'm going to change now. This is the point. This is where we are because he put us here. It's not by, it's not by accident, not by ignorance. So he's made health insurance way more expensive and when you can't afford it anymore, particularly because under his presidency, food has gotten 35% more expensive. Oh, 
than Bacon before. Shut up. You're up. Oh, just cancel your cable and phone. You know, go back to the way of life before all this wonderful technology existed. Don't let them And the, ca- the cable and the phone is the thing that keeps you in touch with the things that are going to keep your morale up, too. So yes. anyway, we are at the bottom of the hour. We're going to have a word from our sponsor, and then we're going to go ahead and return with some more stories. Hang on. Okay, this is the bottom of the hour, four-minute little infomercial for Audible for those people who are listening here on Blog Talk Radio. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, it's a four-minute break. Oh, you mean Daniel was telling me before we even took it? Uh, Daniel's on the ball. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know, maybe that's what I'm going to have to do. I'm going to have to have somebody in the chat room tell me when it's coming up or something like that. Can I mention the uh, give and take with the Marvel guy or no? Or, Let's do that during yeah. the show itself. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. So I wanted to find out what everyone's listening to on Audible. Again, yeah. if you want to support this show and get a free trial at Audible, go to audibletrial.com forward slash Amy Peikoff, A-M-Y-P-E-I-K-O-F-F, and you can get a free trial and help to support the show. Yeah. So what are you listening to? I'm, I'm listening to, well, Atlas Shrugged. Uh, with the Scott Brick one. It's very good. And also a book called Perfect, which, which I mentioned on a show last week, the one that you recommended, actually. And it's about uh, people who, uh, per, you know, it's dealing with perfectionists. And it's funny as hell if you are a perfectionist. And some of the things well, he mentions in there. And one of the things that he mentions is there's a lot of people who have some symptoms of perfectionism in right. certain realms right. and, and not, not in yes, other yes, realms. Yes, yes, yes. So it's not but like you're either entirely no. a perfectionist or entirely There not. are extreme perfectionists, which really is a problem. It really is because a lot of times you are impotent. You can't get the work done. Now, Robert here is serious. He's pulling out his iPad, <laughs> and he has got quite a library going on his Audible. It's great. It what, what, great. what do you got here? Also, it could pick Shane. up from iTunes. Shane. Shane, definitely a four-hour... A quick novel, one of the one of the best short novels ever written, Heroes and Hero Worship. It's all about the guy who reads it has this western twang, but this nice, little nice. This, this bit of rugged individualism. As if it. Shane read it. I mean, now yeah. you yeah. have Spanish. First one I ever wow. got on Audible. Was a Spanish version of Atlas wow. Shrugged. Two years ago, he went, has here on Audible. Nice. I went down to Panama and I thought, oh, let me get my Spanish. La Rebellion. Yeah, La Rebellion. There. La you know, Rebellion. I should I should have Rosetta Stone as a sponsor too because I'm actually yeah. doing some French lessons yeah. on Rosetta Stone. But it'd be fun if they do have the French version on Audible. That would be fun. That I could mm-hmm. actually. Two different John, uh, Atlas. Right, right. Uh, Chris Bird and yep. Scott Powell's. And you and, and you you you, uh, Scott, uh, you prefer right? the. The, Scott Brick. The I Scott prefer the okay. I prefer the Scott Brick. Okay, good. Like I said, I'm I've heard it the, is good. Yeah, I've heard that one. For he seemed a little time. snooty, and at least in the introduction, the way he, she was talking, Scott Brick, and then I'm listening mm-hmm. to it. It's actually good. It's very good, and I I, I like his uh, his James Taggart in particular. Very yeah. arrogant, yeah. very yeah. full yeah. of it. Uh-huh. It's very uh-huh. good. Very good. Uh, for me, actually, mm-hmm. I've been listening to something called The Willpower Instinct, and that mm-hmm. was a book that had been recommended around Facebook among friends and stuff a okay. while ago, and. An interesting thing that I learned, I've never been somebody who's done any meditation. Uh, and you do, when you hear about meditation, no. you immediately think that the goal of meditation is to get all thoughts out of your right, mind. Right, that right. the whole idea is you're supposed to be some sort of a blank yeah. person who doesn't have any thoughts in their mind. And that's the idealized state. Right, right, right. But it was explained to me much better in Willpower Instinct than I had heard it before, which is that... The goal of meditation is to help you practice focusing on 
a particular is, goal. Yeah. Whatever it is, whatever the goal is, it's to help you doing focus. Doing what you're doing while you're doing it type thing. With, right, with right. So in meditation, you're you know, doing it with respect to breath, but it doesn't have to be that way. We're at the end. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash Amy Peekoff if you would like to get a book. And we're about to go back into the show. Hang on. Okay, everyone, we uh, put a little password into Robert's iPad here so that he could get a little bit of this Wi-Fi. Although, I don't know if we want to be um, taxing onto the signal right now because oh, okay. we, we have only so much oh, okay, okay. bandwidth and we want to keep doing our show here. So maybe we don't want to get Robert hooked up. We like to be a good host to you, Robert, <laughs> but in terms of using our bandwidth during the show – so this is Don't Let It Go On Her. we got Bosch Boston and Robert Begley here in the studio today. Can we mention the, the Marvel uh, pu- publisher or, or Well, let, Let's go on okay. to Bossy first because I'm going to be Bossy and assert I, myself. Yeah, I can hear it. Believe me. I'll give you it first today. First time ever, right? I'll some, give of, you today. some of you might be wondering why Just I put Bossy, Bossy as my middle name on Twitter and also <laughs> as my alternate middle name on Facebook. On Facebook, I tried to put my middle name as Bossy, and then Facebook comes up with this little error message that says, you must use your real name on Facebook. And I said, okay, I'm an honest objectivist. I'll (laughs) use my real name, and I'll just put Bossy in the parentheses thing. But you can only see Bossy as my middle name on Facebook if you actually go to my profile. You can't see it if you see just a post. Hmm. But on on Twitter, they'll let you use whatever tag you know that you want you you keep still your same tag i am amy peacock on twitter that's all i am it's very plain also well, they, you boring, know don't tell americans thing. what not to do i mean that, that's that's the lesson here you know if, if you tell us not to do well, something, right but whatever we didn't even is. say what it was okay so the whole point is that they want to ban the word bossy right so there i guess it was this saturday essay from last week at the wall street journal that started all of this buzz cheryl sandberg who i understand is from Facebook. Facebook. She's a COO of Facebook. And then a woman who is at the head of the Girl Scouts, right? Um, She's the CEO CEO of Girl Scouts of the USA. They have talked about the fact that they were called bossy when they were girls. Well, she looks a little bossy to me. (laughs) The one from uh, where? (laughs) She definitely does. She has a bossy look in her eye. Anyway, they, they had been called bossy when they were girls, and they take it as, you know, if you're called bossy, that is going to inhibit you exhibiting the traits that probably got you called bossy in the first place. Did it inhibit them, are, these successful women? No, women? no, no, so, so they say it didn't inhibit us, but it might inhibit you because you're not as good as us. Isn't that the implication? I mean, really. Well, that, I mean, they're, the they're, sa- they're saying basically their goal is to, I guess, help out girls. Yeah, but ban the girls word? Ban the word? Well, well, right, you from the right. and that, that, that's really the whole point. So, so really, the first thing to think is, what does bossy mean? If, if I just yeah. said the word bossy to you, yeah. would you say, yeah, it probably is referring to a female, and it's probably referring to a female in a negative way? Well, not necessarily female. I mean, people call males They bossy. do. They, they do. definitely do. They do. Oh, that's a bossy guy. Mm-hmm. But usually, some people take, it, take orders or take confident people uh, wrong. They take them wrong. If they're leaders, they say certain things that they, they know what to do, and the other ones don't. They consider that bossy. It depends on the person, you know, getting the orders. 
But uh, the word word should not be banned. It should be understood. You don't like being called boss. Tell them I don't no like you calling me. No word should be banned. Oh, so that's the wider issue. No, once right. you start banning it's words, it's the collapse of the civilization. Absolutely okay. right. But you you do agree, Robert, that generally when you hear the word bossy, it's referring to a female negative. in a negative yeah. way because. Yeah. The person is overly controlling in some way, right? But there are some bossy women. Look, look, at, look at Hillary Clinton. Hillary. Look at her face. Well, Michelle don't Obama no telling us what to have yes, for lunch. Absolutely. I, don't, no I, I do not like Michelle Obama telling no, me Michelle what to have Obossi. for lunch. Michelle Obama. She, she's bossy. But here's the thing, right? So, so think about this. If someone is using the word bossy, they're using it either correctly to refer to someone like Michelle Obama who yes. truly is Absolutely. overly controlling, oh, no trying to micromanage school lunches around the country. She right? doesn't know her place in that sense. She's the first lady only. It's not an appointed official in the White House. Right, right. So there's that. Or it's being used by somebody who either through out of envy or hatred of the good of some yeah. kind is saying this about a woman who is simply showing really good leadership skills mm-hmm. and Who's the ultimate has things bossy? under control. Uh, uh, what's called heroin and literally the, the bossiest quote unquote the, the, bossiest. the bossiest of all time well actually the word would come out of James Taggart's yes, it would. mouth yes, it would. and it would be referring to Dagny Absolutely. Taggart right. no and then, doubt and then who is no Dagny's creator the, the bossiest right. writer of our age I mean right. that's you know and that's what people would probably call him because Iron Red doesn't know her place. She's a female in a man's world. I mean, philosophy, what great women in philosophy have there been historically speaking you know I mean so that's, that's the thing but I think a lot of it is unfair no doubt but then you got some people, some rats who just like, you know, who see confident women, uh, powerful women, and yeah, they get offended by that. You know, Muslim thinks a woman who looks at him is bossy. You know, a Muslim, uh, a woman who says, please don't do that, that's bossy to, to, to a Muslim, at least. Right. Here's what I, a capitalist solution to this idiotic problem. On the same page as a Hugo Boss ad, <laughs> masculine <laughs> confidence. That's hilarious. Okay? So they want to sell more suits. That's hilarious. <laughs> I love it. You know, and there were some Hugo Boss stories in the Wall Street Journal this week. <laughs> when I was searching for this story on the Wall Street Journal's website, mm-hmm. a Hugo Boss story but they also, showed up. But, they're making but, it into well, a sexist thing, though. It's about women. Some men are called bossy. And yeah. this one person brings up here, yeah, he goes, uh, I never heard it to be gender related. I, I never have either. Well, okay. They want to own the word and then reject it. Apparently since about the 1950s, I think is what the article said, that they had done some searches via Google, which is able to search the text of all kinds of books and stuff. The references were primarily referring to females in a negative way, that that's really... Yeah. Would Thatcher have been referred to so, so, so suppose this is true, right? We say, okay, you know, sometimes it's being used correctly because somebody truly is overly controlling, kind of like me on this show. Or <laughs> then in other situations, it is somebody who isn't worth your time or attention or whatever, mm-hmm. who's using the term bossy to try to injure you in some yeah. way mm-hmm. because they're unworthy of notice yeah. of any kind, right? So th- it's not being used in a legitimate way. Is the answer to those people who are not using it in a legitimate way and only hurting people to who are it. accomplished, is the answer to ban it? Of course not. Of course not. Of and course that, not. That's, no words. That's, None. That's, that's really the point. You know, I would say let To get behind this, though, ban Bossy and tweet it. Let, you know, Bossy is, is a word that it's easily word. comes to the mind and everything. Let people 
who they're bossy for have no self worth. Exactly. Let people. Well, they are bossy for him. Yeah. Same band bossy. That's fine. But let people who have no self worth reveal themselves Absolute. for who they are by using the word bossy yes. to refer to competent females with leadership potential. No way. Then you can know um, them a little better, and that's the whole don't, thing. Don't let the truth term. come out. Don't ban a term. And this is what I really liked about. Tammy Bruce's, uh, she's got, you know, many people know that she's been now a regular weekly columnist for the Washington Times. And her column this week is The Power of Bossy. And one of the reasons that I ended up putting Bossy in my middle name and everything this week was because Tammy Bruce actually tweeted me out as one of the bossy (laughs) women that people should follow. So if you want to follow a a (laughs) so-called bossy woman, according to Tammy Bruce, follow me on Twitter. But um, she was basically saying that in here, it is just like people on the left to say that you're going to an address, address an issue by banning a word. Right. Right. The, the important part, I think, of, of her message in this, in this piece is that she says, if you're going to try to deal with a problem, then you actually need to deal with the underlying yes. issue, not ban a piece of vocabulary. Right. So, so I don't like them. a Muhammad ca- cartoon. Absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely Let's right. Let's ban it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Draw it. Get it out there. Yeah. You yeah. know, who has a problem with it? That's the question also. Who has a problem with it? Those who hate freedom. That's, yeah. that's who has a problem with it. I mean, it's, it's definitely revealing of a person if they call, like if, if someone called Dagny Taggart bossy. Right. That would be revealing of, of who them. that person exactly is. Exactly right. Who Not that of her. Is. And if, you know, you're a rational woman and somebody calls you bossy, then what you'd have to do is you'd say, okay, well, am I overly controlling in this situation? Awesome is, is this is this term properly applied to me, or is this person revealing who he is yes. by using that term against me? And and actually, I'm doing a good job. I put together, Beyonce is bossy. That's what I gather. Behind the scenes, very bossy. And she goes, don't call me what I am, okay? No more. That's what I am. <laughs> no, but that's what that, that's what she's saying. That's what these two hacks are saying too, probably. Well, no, these. First of all, I don't I don't think that they're hacked. Yeah, but someone said ban the word, and they haven't gone gone against that. They say no, 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 that's wrong. We shouldn't ban the word. They haven't said that at all. Well, they're, they're actually I don't think that they're actually saying to ban the word. No, but no, no, but yeah. what I'm saying is they didn't go out there and say, whoa, 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 we just mean that you know we want to get behind the meaning of this. We don't want to ban the word. They haven't come out and said that. So so they're on board right, by right. their silence. So, but, you know, the idea of saying, oh, well, we want people to not use this word anymore, as if somehow that's going to cure the problem. It's like, oh, well, if people never use the word nigger anymore, then we're going to cure racism. Absolutely right. Simply because a word has been made, you know, in effect banned in polite society. That's not going to cure. And it's used left and right, especially blacks call each other, you know, nigger. And, ESPN, and they were actually using that again and again. Why not? Why not go go more fundamental? Why not go fundamental to the hatred of the good for being the good, which is what this Absolutely is an instance right. of, and People, reveal that, yeah. and then talk about that. I mean, if we could talk about that, imagine what this could lead that that kind of conversation, envy, hatred of the good for being the good. That would be a great conversation worth having. And you know what? It could get there. Let's just see if we could, you know, if, they, if we keep the story alive. Let's say. And then defend free speech, say you cannot ban words. And the reason why they use that word is because this, it's envy. And then talk about that. And, you know, then if that conversation gets wild, that'll be a whole different ballgame. Right. Listen to Tammy here. She says, leftists have always found it impossible to compete on the details of the issues. So they work to make discussion dangerous. 
If they can make certain words forbidden, banned, or even illegal, all the better. It gives them such power, that word, you know? Yeah. She says, because they are unable to persuade people about the rightness of their unjust cause, their mission becomes to frighten clear-thinking people out of the public arena. Now, mind you, I don't think that, uh, you know, she thinks that this is, you know, an invalid issue entirely. But what she's saying is she's saying that this technique, this idea of banning a piece of language as a proxy for actually dealing with the issue of encouraging leadership skills in women Absolutely. rather than shutting them down. I think that, that and, and that's really what she's, she's at. So when she and talks about, uh, you know, for what she recommends for herself towards the end of the piece, let me, let me uh, get there and get that for you. Oh, we actually are maybe having a phone call here on block. Oh, we've got a couple of phone calls there. Maybe we'll go ahead and take one. Yeah, that one I think doesn't have any sound. But, but again, me... to get this conversation to the fundamentals, that would be beautiful. Right. You know, can it get there? That's the question. Yeah, she says, uh, bullies in the yard are obsessed with controlling everything, fighting everyone, stealing money, and punishing those who did not conform, and that those people became liberals. <laughs> she says, they were jerks then, jerks now. Basically, we don't need to worry about them. She says, the best way to deal with these bullies is to point, laugh, and defeat them in the arena. Yeah, yeah. That's call what you out, do. Yeah. You don't worry call about, them, call them out. oh, you know, don't, oh, we're going to get so hurt. Now, it is true that there are young women who are vulnerable. They could have their feelings hurt. They, they but the answer, I mean, first of all, hopefully there's good lines of communication between parent and child such that a young girl who is called bossy will go to her mother and father and right. say, hey, I was called bossy. You know, what should I think about her. this? And the parents should help get a more rational grip because kids don't always. No, they can't. You know, can't. take things as rationally as they as they could. So that's fine. That's a job of a parent. But otherwise, what do you do? Somebody calls you bossy. You're an adult. There are adult women who are out there kicking yeah, butt in the absolutely. world, and they're being called bossy when they are not no. overbearing in any way. They're they're doing their job By confidently, and people who resent that are calling them bossy. She says exactly right. Point laugh and defeat them in the arena they are not worthy these people are not no. worthy of your time absolutely not do your job if these people are under you and you're finding that it's a deficient performance that's making them call you bossy maybe they need to be fired absolutely right. that's life that's how you deal with it you don't deal with it by banning but if you, if you fire them you're too bossy that's am, am i am i bossy no because i mean no. I, 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 can i interject yeah you're not no you, you called yourself that but you're not you're the radio sh- show host it's, oh yeah you she called the shots a, you need to be assertive and there's a difference there yep. so i'm the sidekick proper leadership is. and i i know my place in and and you know last week when i when i took over as i said i said if people who thought i interrupt amy i'm gonna interrupt it for two hours you know and 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 i did but yeah i know you are the show I come on. I appreciate getting on. I love doing it, but uh, and that's the whole thing. It's it's understood. Right. You're the boss yeah. in this situation. No doubt about it. So sometimes I just like strangle you. Actually, yeah. you do something when I'm about to introduce you. You put your finger up. So, uh, uh, uh. I'm like, okay, because yeah. I can believe me. I can go on sometimes, and on. Some, well, sometimes I need to in order just to keep my train right. of thought going. Yeah. And then I have. My, but you know, the, I'm not. I'm not that bossy. I don't think. No, you're but not. But I put 
the term in there on Twitter and on Facebook right now, no, just in a, a sign of rebellion. Yes. To yes. say that the I way, tweeted no, again no, and again, bossy, bossy, bossy. I mean, yeah. in, all, in all caps. Don't tell us right. what we can't say. So, yeah, don't tell us that. Not, and, and, and not, again, not, not the, the way to deal with the issue is on the substance of what these people are doing, again, if telling get, them why they're wrong, they the and proving them wrong, proving them wrong in the arena, as Tammy says. That hatred is Hatred of the most strong for being the strong. Right, you, hatred you, of the independent for, the, for you know, being the independent. Yeah. And, and, the, and the good for being the good. If it gets there, that would be beautiful. Again, so yeah, these, will these, it happen? These women are on the right track in the sense that they want to encourage young girls, and they want to, whatever they can, educate people and, and prevent them from being hurt the way that maybe they were when they were younger. And I was called rhombus. I was, I was a math geek. And <laughs> mathlete. I, yeah, mathlete. I, I was. I was a mathlete. I did math contests. That was so silly. I mean, it wasn't silly. It was actually good, but I'm, I'm admitting it now, which is kind of fun. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, anyway, I was called rhombus. So I was made fun of, and I, I think it pretty much rolled right off. I think it was a little bit hurt. Yeah. Speaking of math. Today is Pi Day, if you know. Yes. Three one four. So. Oh, yay! Yeah, three point one four one seven, and I forget the rest of it. They have a sale on Comicsology about that today, with some some books on science and math. <laughs> Pretty funny. That is too cute. You want to try that? That is too cute. Yeah, we do. We have a couple other phone calls. We're going to go ahead and see who is here. Hi, who's this? Well, my name's Howard, and I've got yes? a solution, I think, to all these problems. But I wanted to run it by you. Okay. You can we teach speak. logic. I know I can. I'm I know. You're the guy who called last week. You're the guy who called last week. I am the guy that called last week. Yeah, the wise ass. I want right. to address that for a second, yeah. but I want to tell no, you No, we're not going to address that. We're not going to waste time about that. Do you have a point about this? Yeah, particular? Why are you arguing with me? I'm about to tell don't you what be, I think listen, the solution is. Don't be bossy, is. because no, last week you were wise I'm about ass. to tell you what I think the solution is. You want to talk Hurry about it? He's saying the solution is to teach logic, yeah? And? The solution is to teach logic at an early age. If mm-hmm. kids understand logic as they grow up, could they possibly be Democrats? Could they possibly be fooled by the uh, nonsense told to them by the Republicans? Mm, could they be no. told nonsense issues and then accept them and then go out and say, you know what, we're going to go uh, fight for our reproductive rights, and that's what matters, not that our country's being destroyed from the inside out. Right. Now, now it won't a... make logical sense to them. I Thing. doesn't make logical sense to me. Right. Now, I, I think definitely you would have far fewer Democrats if logic and independent thinking in particular were taught earlier to kids. I, I don't even think it's taught at all in the government schools today. So I agree with you it's there. It's not. It was you, taught as you, elective you said, in college for me. You said something about reproductive freedom, something in there. Did I catch well, that? Well, I'm saying that people who believe that uh, the, the world hinges on whether or not they get condoms or birth control, when our country's being decimated from the inside out uh, financially, how can one put any kind of importance on that when we're being destroyed? Right. Now, Howard, Howard I, I definitely agree with you that government should not be paying for birth control. Um, I'm sensing from you bringing that issue up that you and I might disagree on the issue of abortion, because I do think abortion should be legal, although not subsidized by government and certainly not included in some government health insurance program, blah. But um, the other thing I, I have a tell libertarian you, view on abortion. Okay, so you do. Is, you do. Good. Well, no, no, no. I don't know that you know what my libertarian view is. Oh, okay. Essentially two different views on it. The purpose of government is to protect the rights of those that can't protect them by themselves. 
So you think wait, that wait. fetuses have rights in essence? Let, let, let's, no, no, let's, wait, let's, wait. Let's, let's just let's, let's take this one I don't want to argue. I don't want to argue about whether fetuses have rights right now. So. No, no, I know. I'm just, I'm just saying. I sense we probably disagree about that. So I actually was okay, right. We probably you think do. That, you, you think that fetuses have rights? The other thing I was just going to tell you, and this is just for fun, because I learned it only in the last couple of years because of Obama in the news. You know, he was quoted as saying that we had decimated right, Al Qaeda, okay. and I learned that the proper actual meaning of the word decimated <laughs> is that only one tenth of it has been <laughs> right. taken away. But what you mean by decimate is that our economy is maybe only one tenth of its former self, or that you know everything's been decimated. Meaning, maybe it's my been conver- maybe my version of the word is incorrect, and I need to go look up the definition. I'm I'm not However, I'm not trying I'm not trying to to belittle you in any way. I'm just saying I've recently I learned myself, and I just just because you were talking about teaching logic and stuff, it's just amazing the fact that in the schools, even in the better schools, maybe sometimes even in private schools, there are gaping holes in, in our education and I think a huge gaping hole as you say is is teaching kids to think independently think and yeah I critically. agree yeah think critically think independently if kids could think critically right if they weren't handed a bunch of crap and told to process it and told how to process it and how it's supposed to come out if they were thought, taught to think by themselves look I was a terrible student in university most of the courses wanted me to memorize. I don't like memorizing. No. That has its place in IT, which is where I work. But that doesn't have its place in philosophy, for example. I failed a course in moral philosophy because the idiot professor only wanted exactly what he taught, regurgitated back. He wanted no thinking whatsoever. Uh-huh. And yet the replacement course that I took in moral philosophy, which was a horrible summer nighttime course, which was I'm gonna, three I'm hours gonna have a night you, for Howard, a week. I'm going to have to ask you to get to your point because I've got to go on to other callers. And, yeah, and, my and, point you know. is that when I thought critically, when I put thinking to it, I got 100 in that class. I thought it through. Right. But we're not taught to think. We're not expected to think. In fact, I think that schools are the antithesis of thinking. Yeah, and I, I think that the only solution is to get government completely out of the schools. So uh, thanks, Howard, for calling and, and for bringing that up because I think that is – Definitely true. I'm going to try to take a call or two before we finish here, but I want to point out some links on my blog as well. Uh, hi, who's this? Hello. Hello, who's can you this? Hear me? Yes, I can. Oh, good. Uh, yes, I was listening to the program. I was you know, have all my thoughts collected, but first of all, uh, as far as the word nigger, um, it, it is a degrading word. But uh, I, when I write out a, uh, information about myself, I always put American Caucasian. Emmer and uh, uh, Negro used to be the term. A lot of people don't like that term. I don't know what the difference is there. I have a hard time with that one. Uh, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. I was just going to see if you oh, would so, get to the go point. Go ahead. Um, I no, I just... point to be made. Yeah. Uh, but um, in regards to, you know, I was thinking and listening to this, and I'm a senior here, and we're doing a senior citizen show here in Hollywood, and... Uh, it's a spring show called April Showers, and I, I'm an expert on Al Jolson, who was a minstrel man years ago, and I suggested I might do uh, April Showers in the Jolson voice, and so the leader said, no, he's politically incorrect, all right off the bat, which is kind of humorous. And I can understand that in a certain way, because I think it is kind of degrading to put blackface on, but that wasn't his total uh, career, it wasn't all blackface, he sang in his regular style, too. 
So I just thought I'd bring that up. It's kind of humorous okay. in a way. Uh, well, th- th- thank, you, uh, thank, thank you for calling in. You're a first-time caller. We appreciate it. We hope that you will listen again. We do have another call, but I don't think I'm going to have time to take it, unfortunately. I'm really sorry about that. Um, just one second. I, actually, I think oh, that's okay. the same number right, as before. Right. We didn't have any luck with anyway. So let me, let me just point to you some good stuff that is at my blog at don'tletitgo.com to check out. First is the continuing story about Jolly winning in Florida. And Mark Levin has been talking about lately that he has evidence that the GOP establishment basically dumped all over this guy who is from their Mm -hmm. party, and he still won. Did he win by a landslide? No, but there was a libertarian in there who took 5% of the vote and everything else. This is something to watch because it's, it's a sign of how well we actually might do in 2014. And then the other thing I was going to point out to you, uh, actually there's two more things. One is Amazon's WhisperSync app, which is a neat little app that will synchronize your Audible books with your Kindle electronic books so that you can read on Kindle and then immediately pick up with the audio on Audible at exactly the place where you left off in your Kindle version. So go check that out at my blog. Don't let it go.com. And then finally, just a, a word on Zuckerberg. Uh, he put a post on Facebook in which he was critical of the government. Not the Obama government, the U.S. government, which is what they do now. It's a, it's, like, it's a euphemism now. They say U.S. government. It's Obama, but anyway. Well, I mean, and this is the thing. Uh, he, he said he's called President Obama to express his frustration over the President damage that the government is creating for all of our future and affect mm-hmm. the privacy in the Internet. And I assume that this came out of that recent story that the government was posing as Facebook yes. and thereby installing malware in people's computers. So kudos to Zuckerberg for at least partially coming around with respect to Obama and for stating it publicly. Everyone, we are just about out of time. I can't believe this hour has gone so fast. Thank you to Bosch Boston for being here in the studio. Thank you to Robert, Robert NYC. For joining us today. Yeah, it's Robert Robert Begley. Go to my blog at don'tletitgo.com to look at the stories that we didn't get to and leave comments on Mm -hmm. the show. Most important, if you like the show, do spread the word to your friends. Share it out there. Can you check out on my blog? I had a give and take with the the executive from Marvel Comics over the Miss Marvel Muslim Comics. Yeah, check that out too. Take care.